that's just a crazy like like that's just a crazy line like you think you the shit bitch you ain't the fart like what you ain't even the fart like you ain't even the Mm -hmm. fart it's such a funny like just fun line it's a it's it's a a stupid song like it's that's why i like it so much okay i was about to i was i was about to be like but do you think that's like good like lyricism no no absolutely no 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 bro i like like j cole and stuff for lyricism if i want to listen to lyrics you know what i mean i'll tell you right now zero be turning up to that joint to the spice spice? yeah that to that that specific track he'd be like you're not even the bro he we went to go get food one time he played that shit that shit was that shit was funny as shit. Dog. Class, bro. You're not even the fart. This is a good song. Got my body Somebody moving. Cooking? Can you hear it? Somebody cooking? Yeah, bro. She's scraping the shit out of that pan. She's getting in there. She's dog. scraping the shit out of that Wait, pan. No, hold on. Let me close the door, actually. Hold on. You're like, hey, you're being too loud. She claim a. She claim, man, he, he gets this woman cooking fast, huh? <laughs> Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. Don't do that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't do that. You know, just making an observation you're is all even, people. You're not even the fart. <laughs> Bro, the fact that Zero listens to that is it cracks me the fuck up. Oh, hey, by the way, I don't know if everybody's live. I'm live, by the way. But I gotta do um I have to do the Unlucky Charms podcast. Can uh we do, do it. streams? Thank you, thank you. I, listen, I am I just I think it's Wednesdays and Sundays, bro. But now that there's no more football on Sundays, I think I can do Sundays. So I'm going to let them know. I got to reach out to Austin and be like, yo, I can do these days. Um, I've just been really busy, bro. i just been mm-hmm. really fucking busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just reach out. I mean, he's he's booking his guests now, and he calls me about, oh, there's this person who wants to do and this person. I'm like, dude, just. Yeah, I saw his post where he said he wants all of UTP to do his po- uh, his show, so. Uh, yeah, who who are we talking about? The milkman. Milkman, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. He wants milk. us all to do his his pod. I'm down. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Oh, wouldn't it be crazy if he had all of us on on the same day? Like he did each one of us, and then he had all of us on on the same day. That would be tight for his pod. Wait, what do you mean? Free content, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm saving that. Saving the gas. I'm saving the gas for us. Alright, with the intro, zero. Yo, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for popping in to the usual Tuesdays. Try again. Listen, it's it's a no. I actually think I have to be quiet. Genuinely, they texted us the other day about just being quiet in general from like eight. Zero. From like, it is eight o'clock. Oh, you're right. You cannot I, get it. You can you cannot get a noise complaint at eight o'clock. I, it's like ten to eight. You're right. You're right. You're right. DTP, baby. I, come on, dog. What's DTP? No, what is that? Disturbing the peace. Come on. So it's like 10 to 8? Is that a regular? I've never had this. I don't know. I think it's, it's 10 to 6, but regardless, yeah. you're safe right now. It's 8 fucking clock. All right. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for dropping by into the usual Tuesdays. Okay? There we go. Um, I appreciate everybody for joining in. Listen, I'm almost for the most part fully moved in. Still like getting in some nooks and crannies in. Uh, like situated to get into nicks and crannies you know what i'm saying okay listen we've been having a real fun time on the podcast and i decided to dampen everybody's mood um today we're gonna go into some more in-depth shit uh just because i've been loving the podcast don't get me wrong having fun laughing and that's what i always want to get to and i want to keep this relatively light 
but it's going to be a sense of thank you <laughs> a sense of somebody's crying tonight i'm so sorry I hope... hi juju i hope so cisco says hi hi she said hi punch says hi i don't know wow that was so lackluster hello punch she doesn't like me <laughs> she don't like any of us bro because you guys told her i wouldn't want her on the fucking podcast dude that's you guys are fucking nuts bro nobody said you didn't want her on the podcast damien oh, said it damien told her when did damien, i say that the fucking oh, I did. Food? Movie, wait you got food yeah damn oh, nice. some food? be fucking grateful dude how about that yeah, you grateful okay, Bro, you got a woman you. serving you food on the podcast Dude, now. No way, you fucking bro. misogynistic pig. You You misogynistic bastard. You keeping your woman in the kitchen? What's wrong with you? I love you. <laughs> okay, okay. That makes up for everything. I love you. Yeah, yeah. see? I put a bandage <laughs> on that shit. All right, all right, all right, all right. Do you have zero? Do you have W Riz? The wist of Rizziest. Um I mean, if he has a girl cooking for him in the crib, you know what I mean? I'm just saying. Winning. He's winning right now, bro. He is. Because I don't got nobody cooking for me in my house. Fuck no, dude. Mila, you oh, bitch. Bro. Where are you at? I'm absolutely Don't cook blessed. for me. I'm absolutely blessed to be. And that's kind of where, where I want to pivot oh God, into right. for this podcast. So like I said, I do, I do want to keep it light. I don't want to be like, mm, like, uh, for the record, though, Punch, I've had three days of this already. Okay, that's I've had three days true. of this, bro. Place. I haven't brought this up till like today. Genuinely, uh, started Friday. I've been saying I've been sure. saying it more often, definitely, okay. but because okay. I feel it, it's just. And Cisco has a theory on why I feel this way. Uh-huh. It could be right. It could be wrong. I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong. Uh, no, I'm okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, not even the fart. But okay, so this to preface a little bit. I just turned 25. It was my birthday on the 9th. I think it was for everybody's Happy motherfucking yeah. birthday, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I, I, like, as the move happened, as my birthday's arriving, um, and there's a lot of actually, like, a lo- lot of little personal changes that have happened um, in my life that I was just kind of, like, rocked. I was like, this, everything's changing all at once. Um, it's, like, kind of crazy. There was some stuff that happened on a on a trip that like threw me for a loop, um, but a lot of the times when like I go into moments of um, change and big change, I ask God to like stable my life again, or like I ask a lot of of God um, in these moments of like crazy change. But I was in the shower, butt ass naked, and I was I was just as the Lord intended. I was very I was thinking. I was thinking. I was like, bro, I need to pray. Better way to talk to God. I, I was like, I need to pray. Like, I need to. Like, shit is going crazy, and I was like, I was about to ask him for something for like to be stable or to like fix things. Um, but then I was just like, I should just be grateful for what I got now, mm-hmm. and like I'll figure it all out. I, I heard one time somebody say that it's kind of insulting to ask God for something when he, he's given you everything. He gave, mm-hmm. you, he gave you the mind to think, the legs to walk, the food to eat. Like, And then you're going to ask him to fix shit, and then you're going to ask him to do shit. Like, bro. Um, so since then, I've been trying to like rewire my brain to just be like, thank you. Like every every like bad day that I have, um, I try to think of like something nice to be thankful for. Like, thank you for the car. 
that I'm able to afford to get me to and from work. Thank you for the job that I have because I was working at Uber Eats making $50 a day. Um, you know what I mean? Like it was, mind you, it was my decision. It was dumb, but I'm just in such a better position that I just have so much to be grateful for. Um, and I've tried to carry that out. And I wanted to see if you guys uh, kind of shared the sentiment. And I have a couple of other questions, but um, that's kind of the basis of where this podcast is coming from and what the topic is coming from. Mm. But yeah. That's beautiful, brother. Thank you. Thank you. It's a good one. I'm not going to lie. It's a good one. But uh, here's my look on it, okay? Right? As a non religious person, right? Like, I'm, I'm not here to say that, like, personally, I don't think God puts everything in my position, like, in my pathway to uh, accomplish or do those things, right? Because I believe more in free will than I do fate, personally, right? We, I think we've talked about this on the podcast or whatever, right? Um, you know, we were just seeds planted and then grow as you may, right? Like, if I plant a fucking vine next to a house, it's going to grow onto the house. Plant it next to a tree, it's going to grow onto the tree. Plant it next to a gate, it's going to grow on the gate. Plant it in the middle of a garden, it's just going to grow in the garden. Like, that's mm-hmm. how I view things, right? Like, I was just a seed planted. Um, but I do believe in the gratefulness, right? I, would, yeah. I mean, and you and I have had this conversation, um, I think, a couple of times. Right? We've been given such an odd opportunity to be here that hundreds and millions and billions of others are never going to get the opportunity to see. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and yeah, you know, I was, I had a conversation with my dad last night and we were like, you know, nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to fucking die, bro. Like none of us want to fucking die. But the fact that we like the end is known to us. It's not unknown, right? Our life, our mortal life is known to us. So the fact that we know that allows us to or should allow us to appreciate way more than we really do. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. we know that we're going to die. So therefore, it, no matter what it is, bro, I, I got to light this fucking candle. I get to have a drink. I get to do this podcast with you guys. I absolutely should be grateful for it. But so here's my question to you guys, as you know, as believers of God or, or, or you know, some some type of afterlife or something like that is... Or, or even speaking to God, I, sh- I guess I should say, is that do you find that it's necessary to thank him for that on a daily basis? Like, because you just said right now, like, oh, I'm grateful for the car that I have. I'm grateful for the house I live in and this and that. Like, do you feel that you should let him know that on a daily basis? I think so. I think the wanting to is is yeah you should want to but is it absolutely necessary you know on what grand scheme you know that becomes like a grand scheme thing like i don't know i don't know if it ever says in the bible that these disciples prayed to god every single day for the thankfulness that they had right like they were yeah and if if he's all knowing then he should know that you're thankful right yeah well there's and but that even goes to this thing of like your partner knows you love them, mm. but then there's also a certain satisfaction of you telling them that you love them. Yeah, there's that's a difference cool. to the procro- the proclaiming of it. You know what I'm saying? And that's sure. where free will, free will, and faith. It's funny how you how you mention them as as if they are mutually exclusive. Oh no, fate, 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 not fate. Oh, fate. fate. Um, fate. <clears throat> uh, yeah, like because the, the faith and and my free will. You know, I have the free will to 
to give these thanks every day, right? I have that free will. I have that choice, right? But my faith determines that every day I make that choice to do it because my faith is so strong. Like, you know what I mean? That he, yeah, but is the outcome of your fate different if you don't do that? No, I don't believe so. Because there was a scripture that I had read. I don't know the words exactly, but it was speaking to the effect of people who um, who spread. The, there are certain people who minister and spread the gospel and try to do good deeds to win favor with God versus just doing good things because that's what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like those who seek favor in God. It was like something like he says, like, turn away from him because I don't know you. Right. When, when, the, when that time comes, like, turn away, like, turn away because I don't know you. So it's the people who do it just out of because this is what I'm supposed to be doing, not oh I'm trying to, you know, brown nose like it's like it's like talking about like brown nosers damn near like you know what I'm saying. So no, no, I don't think I don't think your fate necessarily changes. It's like um sorry really quick the difference between maybe not uh, perfectly but the way that I was having it described to me is um Cain and Abel the whole story with Cain and Abel is they're brothers right. And then Abel, if I remember the story right, um, Abel's like God. You. <laughs> please, please, for real, do. Because maybe I don't remember. Uh, but Abel is depicted in the story as like, not God's favorite, but God is like ha- has decided that all of his sacrifices and things he's done are worthy of um, being in, on his, in his good graces, I guess. And Cain, no matter what he tries, is always falling short to to um to like wrap up probably a longer story um the way that i like it to be described is cain never truly gave sacrifices worth giving no matter how maybe even monetarily let's say they could have been high like let's say i give up my whole death setup monetarily it's probably really high but if it doesn't mean too much to me is it that much of a sacrifice it's like giving away like socks or something like that. But if I gave away like my car, that probably means a lot to me because my dad got it for me or whatever it may be. That's a big sacrifice. Um, it's the difference of like the quality of <coughs> thanks or the quality of the sacrifice that you give being in, in good graces with God. Mm. But it's quality to self, right? Is what you're saying. To self, cause, yeah, because everybody's going to be different. You can sure. give a million dollars away and it'd be bullshit. Or you can give ten dollars away and mean the world. Well, that's that's interesting too to think that um later on in that story, right when Cain is banished, he's um he's imprinted with a mark, and that mark was to protect him against people who would come to find out of his of his murder of his brother. Mm-hmm. So it's like if your father, you know, didn't find favor in you, would he have given you this mark? Because that was kind of you. You are right. Like he, he was upset that Abel had gained favor with God. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, though they're both given these sacrifices. You know what I mean? So yeah, like that's interesting. That's an interesting way for you to look at it. That's a. But if I'm not mistaken, too, that Mark later in that same—I don't know if in the same story or if later in the in the Bible—Cain um, says that the burden he has of the Mark is too much to bear. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's equivalent to like, you know how you're more scared of your parent when they don't just yell at you mm-hmm. versus when they just like maybe yell at you, maybe like hit you a couple times and then you're like, okay, that's, that's it. Like, we're good. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the punishment of like prolonged, even possibly like psychological, like you get to sit with what you've done mm-hmm. uh, and to the level of like a murder of murder of your brother um, is so much more than any real physical punishment could ever, you know, bear anybody could bear. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's interesting. That's a story, that's a interesting. Story. Yeah. Uh, but I do like, I do like thinking of Cain when I think about like gratefulness, like, and just kind of like giving what you can give and if you're giving it your all that is enough mm-hmm. you know what i mean and though you may not be reaping the reward of what you seek now mm-hmm. it can come to you later like like i just think of it like you know to speak really layman is this was just abel's time to shine this was his time yeah. you know and i feel like you know being a father of multiple children, you know, it's like this one gets their shine and then this one has to get their shine. And then this one's going to get my attention. And then this one's getting my attention. Rarely do you, do they get it 50, 50, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So sometimes you just got to be grateful. It might suck. You might fall short, whatever, like, you know what I mean? And you're not getting the the light that you think that the, that you think that you deserve, right. That you think that you deserve, but it's, it's coming later. It's like, yeah, but that's later. the point, right? That's the thing, is that you should never be in a position to feel that you des- you're deserving of a certain light. Period. That's that's yeah. what gratefulness is. In mm-hmm. The way I look at it, right? Like it's like I'm doing these things not to have the spotlight put on me. I'm doing these things because, like Jamo said, it's the fucking right thing to do. At the end of the day, that's the right thing to do. Um, in my prayer, in my daily prayer, I say I'm grateful. I'm grateful for what you give, and and I'm humbled by that and what you see fit to take away. Right. So oh, it's like, Jesus. So it's like humble. I want to stay humble when you take these things from me because I'm going to be like, how dare you? How dare you take these things from me? You know, whether it's loss of a job or you fucking stubbed your toe on the edge of the bed in the middle of the night or fucking late again, stuck in fucking traffic, like whatever it is. Like, okay, cool. Like, this is because I'm grateful for everything that I've been given. Like, I have the chance to go to work. I'm late right now. Whatever. Like, whatever, dude. Just fucking. And keep it pushing. A uh, question from the YouTube chat. Are you guys aware that Goku can beat Jesus? <laughs> this is a highly... This is a highly contested... Hot, this is not a hot takes episode. And Abel, isn't, Abel isn't able to beat Goku. Ooh, that's, a beat Goku. that's a good that's one. That's a good one. He couldn't yeah. beat his own brother, bro. So I, I wouldn't I'd doubt say, it. Yeah, I'd take Goku in that fight. But Jesus, that's a harder sell, bro. I'm not going to lie. It depends if he can use a cross or not. Jesus or Goku? <laughs> Goku, if he can use a cross, he's yeah. got a fighting chance, dude. Be proud. <laughs> no, but I, 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 that's the thing that I've always been very, I wouldn't say weary on, right? Like, I feel like the way that I live my life and the way I go about my interactions with people, especially now as of late, like getting older and things of that nature. Now, I feel like I always had it instilled in me, but I never really used it until I got older, is that just doing the right thing is the right thing. <laughs> and uh, I don't expect anything back. I, like I've lived my I've I've been living my life for the past couple of years with no expectation from anybody. And I I, I think I kind of mentioned this mentioned this to Demo one time because <laughs> if I fucking expect something from somebody, then I can be disappointed. Mm-hmm. And and it's not their fault that I'm disappointed. You know what I mean? I put that expectation onto them. Mm-hmm. So why live my life with any type of why 
live life with expectation of other people. I, I mean, I know that there's things that I'm expected to do for myself, but why live with expectation? Because there is a there is a certain quality of character that you want the people who are in your life, like in your inner circles, to possess and maintain. Right. So yes. I do I do think that there is a healthy level of expectation that can be held. And I think one thing that fucks people up, right, is is that <clears throat> it's okay to have an expectation, right? And it's okay to accept accept somebody in your life who doesn't meet that expectation but is striving to get there. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that we need to be more grateful in that idea that they're trying, right? And they may stumble along the way. Yeah, right? but are like, they in your if they're in your inner circle already, right? Then that means that's the type of person that you can relate to. Yes. Right? So if yeah. you can already relate to that type of person, then you shouldn't expect anything from them because it's already a given. It should it not be. Like let me put it to you like this. Say we all lived here in San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. If I called you and was like, yo, Putch, i my fucking car broke down. Can I get a ride? Knowing your character, I don't necessarily expect you to be like, oh, yeah, I can. Yeah, I'll pick you up because I already know your character. So I know that that's a trait that you already have. Is that expected? Now that I'm saying it out loud, I feel feel like, like yeah, you just expect. Well, but like you expect him to a certain degree, right? Like if he's really doing some other shit that he really can't pull away from, you don't expect him to like drop everything i expect your honesty in that moment yeah. you know what i mean yeah sure. like the, he, okay. you see what i'm saying so i think there is that's a, that's a fair point and that's a healthy level of, because there's some people who i know will never meet my level of expectation when it comes to honesty and that's why you're not my inner circle of friends that's why i might lie to you about going to the fucking barbecue like you know what i mean that's why i might just <laughs> lie to you about kicking it bro i just might but you guys know i would never dare like you know what i mean it's like nah bro like it's either because Cisco, you know, I'm gonna come get you. Like, you know what I mean? I'm gonna come. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's you know not I mean? that I expect you to come get me because I'm calling. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out how to verbalize it correctly to what the point that I'm trying to make. But it's not like, like you're not my friend because of those expectations. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That and that's what sense? that's what makes it seem like a fucking like like a it's like a like a. I can't even think of like a conundrum. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't expect this of you, but you're my homeboy. And I know if I call you, I can, I, you know, there's a healthy, like, I know Putch will do this for me. So there is a little expectation you can slide in there, but you're not my homeboy because of that. Like, you know, like it's a weird thing where, you know, you can expect certain things from certain people. You know what I mean? After, you know, you've built a certain rapport and camaraderie, whatever the fuck word you want to throw on it. You know, but I'm saying, though, is is like there might be those moments like we're saying, right? Like there's those moments where we're saying like, oh, Damo's busy. He's not going to come get me. I shouldn't be like, oh, well, he's just not my fucking friend. No, I need to be yeah. grateful for all the times he did pick me up. You know what I mean? Woo, woo, woo. Or Putch lost his job and he's fucking bummy right now. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man. Take him like, to dinner real quick. You know like, I mean? hey, let's let me... let, let's get him right. Let's get him right real quick. Get him straight and get him. But the expectation is like, Putch, you got to get on the ball, dog. Like, you got to you got to get back in the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We can't just. I would hope you guys would do that for me. You know, I I, I would expect that you guys hey, would do that you, for dog. me. Like, you just see how the words come out. Yeah, I would expect that you guys would do that for me. You know what I mean? And that's where I'm grateful for you guys, bro. But I'm is that expectation that. or is that hope? Um, 
like there's like, a little bit you, of expectation. You, it, I feel like it's interchangeable with hope, though, right? Like, I would hope that you would do that for me. No, I think expectation comes with a little more. Tr- they come from the same place, but expectation comes with a certain level of trust because you've already done it before. But what if I haven't? That's where I'm having hope. I'm, I, like I hope, hope you see what I'm saying. Like okay, like like when I was traveling back and forth to Ventura, right? I I didn't expect for you to be like, hey yo, you can stay in my extra room because you're only here for the weekend. But like I hope that you would be like, hey yo, you can you like you can stay in my extra room. I need a place mm-hmm. to stay. Okay, great. Stay. You know what I mean? I didn't expect. I maybe I called you out of hope that you'd be like, hey yo, you can stay in my extra room. Mm-hmm. Does that make more sense? What I'm trying to say now? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Not an expectation. Yeah. Even though I've already, I had already known you for years. Yeah, well, well, I'm just saying. I think hope, hope may be then where it starts at, and then it it, it can it can slowly, because even like in relationships, you you hope that this person would feel this way, and you hope that they would do these things, and that you hope that they would, eh, you know, and then it slowly turns into an expectation that you expect these actions out of them. You expect this feeling well i think that i think well maybe maybe okay here here's where maybe where i'm coming from with this i think maybe once you've established a relationship then expectations can become a thing Mm. i think what i'm talking about is like off the bat type shit oh off rip yeah 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 yeah. okay yeah now that i'm thinking about it and we're really like verbalizing shit and i'm really like talking out loud and saying this shit i think that i think that's where i'm i don't know but because i still really don't expect people to do like even I've known you almost a fucking decade and I don't expect anything from you. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess I expect you to show up to the podcast. That's why I'm grateful for you guys, man. And I, and I want to take a second and say that I'm, I am. I'm, I'm even just talking about it. I'm grateful for you guys, man. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for you, you, know, grateful you guys. I haven't been telling zero enough. I'm grateful for you, zero. Yeah, I feel like no, actually sure. I did tell you today I was proud of you. Wait, why? What did I do? You don't remember? Wow. No, but what what did I do to what did I do to be proud? I just just you a year ago. Oh, oh when yeah. I met you a year ago. Mm-hmm. To now. Like I'm just proud of like you've come out of your shell. We're mentoring together. Like you're really like really what you say resonates with a lot of people. That's just important. You know what I mean? And not that yeah. I don't think that you had that same power a year ago, but the person that I met a year ago maybe may have not taken the position that you're in right now to do the things that you're doing. Yeah, 100%. Like no, you have your hands in a lot of stuff at work, I would say, personally. A couple, couple of things, definitely. Yeah, the way, you cha- the way you chat to people is very respectful, but it's very like, listen, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a little bit more like authority. Like, listen, dumb bitch. Nah. Right, let's nah, go. Nah. Let's um, go. But, <laughs> no, but uh no, I appreciate you. Guys. I don't know about dumb bitch, but no, nah, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I was just fucking with you guys. Um I had a question. Something that I brought up to uh save very quickly. I had to elab not elaborate, but really figure this out a little bit before I brought it on, especially to flesh it out a little bit more to make sure it's a question that could be answered. I guess not properly, but like in a good way. Um, so the question is three, three kind of separate questions. So one question is what is the worst year that you could think of the best year that you could think of? And then the most pivotal year of your life, of your life so far. And this came about, um, 
because of Cisco's theory, Saves theory of the fact that I'm so grateful recently is that I just turned 25 and that's kind of a pivotal moment in at least what he says, his life. And that's when he started feeling a lot more grateful for things. Mm -hmm. um, and so I wanted to see, I mean, based on those three questions where you guys are standing. This was a hard one for me to answer, Corpse. And I don't, uh, go, I want you to go first because this, this is not an easy question for me to answer. No. Bro, yeah, I've been taking these haymakers these last few fucking years, bro. Yeah. Jesus and it, But because, uh, because the way I looked at it is a whole year is really hard to establish in your mind. Like, wow, this was a real pivotal year for me to go about doing certain things and the way I do certain things. Because I think, I think the way that we are is very transitional throughout years. Mm. Trial and error and things of that nature. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to let you go first while I think about it. So there's a lot ahead, of the times though, like a year, I feel like that as you progress, you're like 20, let's say 22, 23, you're like doing things and changing and evolving and, and maybe like changing what you're doing as you're going. But then like 20, uh, let's say 24, it like clicks and you're like, oh, bro, this is like, the difference between 24 and 22 it's all these little changes but at 24 it like solidified a little bit more uh dude i i think i okay. think of that idea of like every year i don't know it just seems like the more you build that like callus up you know what i mean like that scar tissue just bumping into shit every fucking year it gets hard to think like well damn is this you know, is this is this year harder than that one? Because when I was that old, you know, I saw things a certain way. Now this year, I don't see this, you know, that stuff the same way, and it doesn't bother me or it doesn't affect me as much. But this this stuff here affects me now, and it used to not affect me before, you know. So that's a that's a that's a that's a, that's a, it's a hard question, bro. That's a hard question, bro. Um, yeah. I would say probably I would take it by like situations. Um, and it's what most pivotal, hardest, and then best. Best, like your yeah. Either if you want to take it like happiest, you could do that. You could do best is like the most profound year that you might have had. It depends on how you want to. Most pivotal year, I would say, of my life. Um, I would say, uh, two thousand and. 2009 between 2009 and 2010 um because that's when i moved back to california and i always think of the separate timeline that i created of my life dude where i didn't move to cali like you know what i mean and yeah, what i would have yeah, became yeah. if i never started dancing with ci all mill you know what i mean because that led to corpse you know like i'm here now doing this fucking podcast all because i made a decision at 16 years old to get involved that's wild you know so it's like and i was bro i was on drugs i was all this shit like you know what i mean i was going in a in a certain direction <clears throat> um hardest year dude i'd say probably 2019 into 2020 was probably the roughest um because that's when me and my son's mom had split up <clears throat> and my sister, I think like six months before that had moved back to North Carolina. So I was out here chilling just by myself. Like, you know what I mean? <clears throat> that taught me a lot. That, we that had lots of phone calls during that time. You and that I. taught me a lot about myself, bro. Like 
I said this to the kids who were dancing <clears throat> one time, and I didn't realize it until it applied to myself, really, what those words felt like. But I was like, I told them one time, I was like, yo, this shit matters to you now because you're you, you're, you're this old, and these things matter to this old type people. You get older, that stuff doesn't matter anymore because stuff that are that old type people that stuff matters to them and it goes on and on mm-hmm. right and i and i always remember this is this type stuff guys like you know what i mean this type i would always say this type like this type there's a time and a time and a place um dude that 2019 to 2020 like made me realize like dude there was so much shit that i should not like fuck all that like and now even going forward it's like bro i've already hit like a certain rock bottom that i don't think could really like muster up to it like drastic shit would have to have to happen in my life for me to hit that um best year (laughs) but dude i've had some good times boys i've had some i've had a pretty fucking rad life i'm not gonna lie i mean a lot of it's bullshit but when i think about the cool stuff like you know i mean like the stuff i'm grateful for it's pretty fucking rad bro um key west was fun florida i think was probably like fun but i think best year dude probably like 20 you know obviously elijah when elijah was born is obvious that's too obvious that's too obvious yeah i don't think that counts i mean it counts right but i feel like that's a given yeah yeah that's life-changing um but even that in itself, bro, is like so crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you learn about yourself. You fucking really learn. You really learn about yourself. Oh my god. Um, bro, I'd have to say probably like twenty, like fourteen. It was like twenty fourteen status. Um, bro, that twenty sixteen summer was just ridiculous. Everybody loves twenty sixteen summer. What the fuck happened twenty sixteen summer? What happened that summer? I don't know, bro, but it was just a momentous summer. Like, everybody just loves that. That year, 2016, was a good year for everybody. Maybe not yeah. everybody, but it was just such a good year, bro. Dude, my, my dad died in December of that year. And it was like, like, the thing, I always hear people say that summer of 16, summer of 16. I'm like, dude, I don't remember nothing of 2016 except that. Like, that's the only... Like you get what I'm saying? Like that's why. I, like that's this the year I moved back to San Diego. 2016. I think it is. It's yeah, so... because your dad passed away right when I like I because I came back in September. Mm-hmm. August or September, and then your dad passed. Away. Uh, yeah, it was 2016. I came back to San Diego. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Because 15, I started crumping. 15, I started crumping, and. It was like the year, it was like, yeah, a year before that, bro. I was doing fucking, um, I was doing AOV and I was doing faction, bro. And I, and I was coaching undeclared, like, bro, I was dancing, like, like best year. Like if I could think of like putch, just putch, you know, this motherfucker, what does he love doing? And how much was he doing it? Was he doing it good that year? I was doing it. I was doing it. I was doing it all the fucking time. Yeah, I moved back August 2016 was when I came back to San Diego. Yeah, Pop, Pops was gone by December. That's crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wild shit. All right, let's see. What, what was the three options? Best year of my life. 
most pivotal worst year of my life and most pivotal. Yeah. Best ye- I'll say best years of my life. I'm gonna say just based off of like recollection and just memory for the whole year. I'm talking about for the whole year. Because there's been times where I just had a great time. 2013-2014. Cause I was in Vegas all the fucking time, bro. And I was really <laughs> just like I was really just like enjoying the fuck out of my life. And I'll never forget it to this day. My boy who I used to go out there with, we had this ritual. Because we always flew, right? We had this ritual, bro. We would go fly in Friday, leave Sunday. And Friday, we would like, we'd link up, we'd go to the airport bar, have a couple of drinks, get on the plane, order a drink. We both put our headphones in, whether we were sitting together or separately. Put our headphones in, bro. We both had our own playlist that we would fly to for 45 minutes. And we both like played certain songs when we were, you know, landing and shit. Go to the hotel, check in. And then like he would shower or I would shower. And then whoever wasn't showering would go downstairs, grab an 18 pack, put it on ice. And then we would fucking iron our clothes, bro. And we would like, bro, we would look sharp as fuck. And we would sit. So by the time we got to Vegas, it would probably be like nine or ten, eight, eight or nine. And then by the time we would like be ironing our clothes, it'd be 10 o'clock. And we would put two chairs and we always got a window hotel room. That would face the strip wherever the fuck we were at. And he used to call me Mandalay because I love staying at Mandalay Bay because you can see the whole strip. That's my favorite fucking hotel to stay at. And Sorry. We would, put two chairs, we would put two chairs in front of the window and we would just sit and chat for like an hour. And we would play The weekend, or we would play like Old Drake at that point. And we would just talk about like, man, there's no motherfuckers doing this shit like the way we are. You know what I mean? Mm. Nobody, like, we're making the money that we're fucking making. We, you know, like, we're two good-looking guys. We don't even have to come here to get bitches. Like, we just come here to have a good time. We know we're gonna fucking be hungover as fuck in the morning and wake up, and whoever wakes up first is gonna pass the other one a beer, and we're gonna drink, and then we're gonna go downstairs and gamble and go get some food and this and that, and we're gonna do it all again tomorrow night. And we would do that for an hour, and then 11, 11.30 comes, call the cab or limo or whatever, wherever the fuck we were going that night and just go and have a good-ass fucking time and be vibing out wherever the fuck we're vibing at, wind up at the strip club and get home, get back to the hotel like four in the morning. And that, bro, that happened like 17, 18 months in a row for me. It was, it was fucking scheduled. We did it every single month at least one time, sometimes even two times a month. And that, to me, I'll never forget that. I had so much fucking fun, bro. It was the best time of my life. Um, then worst time of my life was uh, you put it all I on red. Say, <laughs> 2018, 2019, and same thing as Putch. That was the you know I had just gotten out of my relationship, my ten year relationship with my son's mom. Um, wound up being with another girl, and but I was still like just fucked up from being in a routine with the same person for 10 years and then like changing it all up 
and I was drinking every night, bro. I, I couldn't sleep without drinking, and I was I was just in a miserable place in my life internally, right? Like externally, nobody really fucking knew. Um, but internally, I was just in a weird place. My life had just changed drastically. I had my own place for my first for the first time. I was alone. Um, it was just horrible, bro. And it took me a long. And then right after that happened, like COVID fucking happened, I was even more alone, you know. And then my mom yeah. went got COVID, went to the hospital. That's a scary um, story. Your mom's story is a scary story, bro. It was a fucked up time. Like that whole three year, I would say like 2018, 2019, 2020. That whole three years, I like I would never want to go back to that time, ever in my life. This shit was fucked up. Um, most pivotal, most pivotal, most pivotal, I'd say was twenty. Twenty eleven, twenty eleven, because um, that's when I got into the car business. And I don't know if I ever told this story, but was it 2011 or 2010? It was one of those years. Um, Tara and I were living together, and I was working as a dishwasher, and I couldn't afford. Well, I couldn't afford the rent for the place that we were fucking living at, and <laughs> I don't know where the fuck she was at. Gang shit. <laughs> Bro, I don't know where the fuck she was at, but she came home and she found me crying in the room on the floor, bro. I was like crying, like boo-hoo fucking crying. And she was like, what's going on? What's wrong? This, that, and the other. And I was like, bro, I can't, we can't live like, like, I, and this is back then, you know what I mean? Like the rent wasn't that expensive. It was like it 1100 was bucks, bad. 900 yeah. bucks, whatever the fuck it was back then. And uh, I was like, I can't live like this. So she was like, listen, let, let's just like go and look look for a job, this and the other. Applied for a dealership. Then I went painting. I went to go paint. And the boss, the manager called me and he was like, hey, I got your uh, resume. Can you come in for an interview? And I was like, yeah, um, when do you want me to, when do you want to schedule? He's like, can you come in right now? And I was like, I'm not really in the attire to come in. You know what I mean? But and he was like, no, just come right now. It was a brand new dealership. They were just fucking looking for people. I had fucking some Nikes on with Janowski's with paint all over them. I had paint all over my fingers. I had a white t-shirt on and black jeans. Walked in there. We did a standing interview. He just asked me a bunch of questions, hired me. And then that year, bro, was the most money I had ever made. Like in my 20s. I was 20 years old and I had made the most money that I've ever made before. And I was like, what the fuck? This just changed my whole fucking life. And now, like, sales is my life. I love selling. I love teaching people how to sell. I love everything about fucking sales. But the car business is a different beast, bro. Like, that, that month, like, that shit is scary, bro. You be yelling back and forth with your managers and, like, fuck you, motherfucker. Like, I remember one, I remember when I was in finance, um, when I came back to San Diego, I was in finance, and one of my friends was a desk manager, and I was in finance. And, bro, we started arguing in front of salespeople, and I called him a fucking bitch. And then uh, I went in, I fucking did the deal, and then I came back out, and I was like, yo, my bad. Like, I didn't even mean to call you that. It was disrespectful of me to do that in front of salespeople. He's like, yeah, we're good, bro. Like, I know you didn't fucking mean it. You're just mad at the fucking deal that you got. And I was like, yeah, my bad. But that was very, <laughs> but getting into the car business was very pivotal to me because I grew very thick skin, and I, I, learned, I had learned to, like, love people a little bit more. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. And I show and it showed me that money definitely changes people. Money fucks you up, bro. And like it, yourself, it, it or is, you saw it like yeah. in other people. For everybody, bro. Any you put yourself in a position at 20 fucking years old, a motherfucker that never had shit before. Now you got a bunch of us and you're making like buku bucks. Yeah, bro, it changes people. Hella changes people. Mm-hmm. It was a scary thing. And I had to be put in check, and somebody had to check my ass. And I was like, okay, you're right. Let's just make this bread and put it away. And I'm about to fly to Vegas every fucking month for 18 months. <laughs> it was wild. It was wild. I get real tight lit, bro. And people start talking about money and this and that, like how much they got. I'm just like, dude, I don't know. I'm not disclosing that number. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't ever want to judge somebody based off of how much they make. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it doesn't I feel, fucking matter, bro. Yeah. You know, but people look at it like, like that's just the reality. Like, you know what I mean? Like the reality is people do look at each other based off of these social standards of how much they make. But really it's like, bro, like somebody could be getting paid eight bucks an hour at a fucking thrift store somewhere, but this guy could probably build a house with his bare hands. You know what I mean? Like, like, look at Amish people, bro. These motherfuckers build shit with their bare fucking hands, dude. You know what I mean? And it lasts forever. But they oh, make no money. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm happier now making the salary or whatever the commission checks that I make now. I'm happier now than I was back then. Mm-hmm. No. Like, I'm genuinely a happier person now than I was then. That's the crazy part about it, bro. I have way more time to do whatever the fuck I want. I have more time to do this. I have more time to see my son. I have more time to like. I miss the money. I'll tell you that much. I fucking miss the money, bro. But yeah, I like. I enjoy life at a much slower pace than I did back then. Like I really like grasp everything that is happening and sit here and can enjoy every interaction that happens. And it's just way more rewarding now, as I am older. Like, I'm glad I did that when I was younger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a level of, like, you have to go through, I guess, the shattering of, like, your dream, maybe? Because, like, I, th- I feel like everybody's goal in the beginning, because it's such a easy, maybe not, not, not easy, but just, like, an easy one to, an easy goal to fixate on is to make as much money as possible. And let's say you have the opportunity, you get the opportunity to get as... Uh, not as much, but a lot of money, way more than you're used to. And then realize all of the strings that it comes attached with. Um, do you think that like you necessarily need to like obtain that? It break like that dream break a little bit and be like, oh, fuck, like maybe this isn't everything. And maybe there's a lot more to like the goals that I should set than just the money. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I think it's there's a time and a place for certain people, right? Mm. Like I grew older and I had a child and now I live on my own. And, and so I do have to make a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. but like, I don't have to make the money that I was making before, but it was nice during that time that I was making that money because I could do the things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I only wanted to do those things because I had the money to do them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, there's a lot of teetering that's going on. Had I not had the money to do all those things, I would have never experienced those things, and I may have wound up a different fucking person. Yeah, yeah. like, I don't need to make funny money. You know what I mean? Like, where I can be just dumb with it. Like, oh, you know, go to Six Flags on a fucking random Tuesday, you know, or 
pop up over here. Like it sounds nice. You know what I mean? It does. And I've been able to, to make money where it was like that. Like, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, like Cisco's right. Like if I could really afford my life and be able to be around the kids and all this and all that more, I a hundred percent would be doing that. Like, trust me. Um, but I just can't like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's right. It's like, if you, if you have your bottom line and you're hitting it and you're, you got enough to be able to like, make sure your family's good. Anything outside of that, bro, you're honestly trading. You know what I mean? Like you're just, you're being a little greedy. You know what I mean? If in my eyes, it's like, you're being a little greedy and you're just kind of trading this time. You could be spending with the fam or spending doing the things that you actually like doing. You know what I mean? Besides making money. Yeah, I had a sales manager that would give us a hard time when we would leave work on our scheduled time to leave. And they'd be like, mm. Yo, where are you going? Like, you're not going to stay until close to try and make another deal? Like, what? What? They were like, what happens, you know, when you want to buy a house? What happens when you have a kid? Like, you don't want to put all that money away and make sure that you have that shit for the Like, motherfucker, I ain't even putting no money away for myself. Like, what the fuck? No, I don't want to fucking stay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but that would get in your head and you'd be like, you know what? He's right. Like, maybe I could stay for a couple, two hours until we close the doors and I could make another deal because another deal might put $500 on my check or dollars mm-hmm. on my check. You know what I mean? Or I'm this close to my bonus, which is a $1,500 fucking bonus. Or maybe somebody's going to come in on this used car that I know I can make 2500 bucks on to sell it. Like, okay, now I'm going to stay. You know what I mean? But that's the thing is, though, like, when you're in that position, your your life is leveraged by money. Mm-hmm. And my life is way more important than money is. So mm-hmm. why would I? Why was I leveraging my life to money? You know what I mean? Like, and that's the fucked up part because we love money. If we can do everything we want when we have the fucking money, you know, we don't have to penny pinch. We don't have to do this, that, and the other. But then I'm missing out on every fucking other thing that's going on. I'm missing out with time with my friends who I've been friends with for who knows how long. I'm missing out. I would be missing out on doing a podcast. I'd be missing out on so much shit, bro. So. When they say time is money, my time is more important than money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you? But what about? So I feel like I I get into this problem a little bit. I feel like a lot of the times people need to be motivated by money to have the drive. But me personally, I've never ever ever been motivated by money. I thought like when I get a job, I'll be motivated by money. Didn't happen. Um, when I get out of school, I'll be motivated by money. It didn't happen. When I get a place, I'll be motivated by money. It hasn't happened. Like I get a little worried because I'm like, I know money's important, but I, I do like by default, I think I've always valued time over money. But like in the world we're in right now, not that like you, you can't do things to make more money with less time, but it's just. I feel like sometimes like I need a little bit more drive and money's like an easy de facto like way to drive people sometimes where I'm like just missing that part of my brain where I'm like, yeah, but you here, I give a fuck. here I'm, and I mean this in the most respectful way possible. Mm-hmm. You never had to worry about money. No, that's true. Definitely. So that's the biggest that plays the biggest key right there. But mm-hmm. like. All you've ever had to worry about is whatever minimum rent that your parents ask you to pay, mm-hmm. your car payment, and your gas. Like other than that, everything else, uh, your money went to everything else that you wanted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, ne- you, like you, you weren't grinding because you couldn't eat. 
You weren't grinding because you couldn't put gas in a car. You weren't grinding because you know what I mean. Like, like if you wanted to grab something, you you could easily grab it. It would it would be more of a matter of do I really want to watch this money leave my bank account type shit for you? But it was like it wasn't a struggle bus type of thing for you because mm. you never had to worry about the money. You know what I mean? You never yeah. had to worry that this was going to be I've your last dollar it. and. It, Bro, I've been making life decisions at the gas pump, dog, for a, a cool minute, bro. You're like, like I can only put fifteen dollars and eighty five cents in this. Yeah, and I'm hoping that gets me to where I need to go. Eighty five. I mean, you've cents, never, bro. you've never been in that position. You know what I mean. So therefore, mm-hmm. money doesn't dictate the way that you go about the, your life. But now it it might change for yeah. you now because mm-hmm. you have your own joint. You 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 know what I mean. Now you really gotta really watch. You might be sitting on six to eight months worth of savings or whatever that you can but what happens when that starts depleting and you're like oh fuck now i really now i don't know if i make enough to do the things that we were like normally doing well so that's like i guess part of what do you guys suggest i guess of like if you don't have that drive of for money let's say where can you pull from to have like the same drive you know what i mean because i want to do well i want to i do want to make money but from that, that will drive you. I also don't want when to you're me. sitting on the floor of that bedroom, crying your eyes out because you can't afford the rent. Yeah, I don't. Wa- yeah, I don't want to get to that point. But that's what I'm saying. Like every that time is you the crawl out that bed, force. every time you crawl out that bed, say, "Damn, I like how this bed feels. I like yeah, how that's it's the driving force." Yeah, I like living alone. Brushing I like teeth, where I'm yeah. at. Looking in the fucking mirror, I like, I like, I can, dog, I can stand here and piss with the fucking door open was cracking. I can walk around this bitch butt naked. That, all of that, you like that? That's what you like? Okay, then you're gonna go. Let's clock in, baby. You know, let's clock in. That, I, That's the driving force now, mm-hmm. because you have your own space. You like your own space. You refuse. Like I said, I, I refuse to move back in with my dad. He's told me hundreds and thousands of times, like, Mijo, if you need to move back in with me, you absolutely can. Fuck that, because then I failed in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Once you once you leave the nest, you don't go back. Yeah, that's the driving force. It's hard, bro. Like even like me moving back in with my sister, I'm not even there, <clears throat> and I still think about it, and it makes me feel like, ugh. Like the you fucker know, rents out a hotel room to do the podcast, bro. You feel me? Like it just doesn't feel right. I don't feel comfortable. I don't. It's not quiet enough. It's not. It's not my space. You know, I gotta have my space. Like, think about it, bro. Like, we don't, you and I, we don't talk about finances a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But you think I'm really fucking like going to Spectrum and just wasting my fucking time when I'm there? Fuck no. I got to fucking make sales because I got to pay for this fucking place. I got to pay for my son to play baseball. I got to pay for mm-hmm. him to fucking go to Play City and do shit like that. Plus, I got my own personal expenses. If I want to send a girl some money so she can get lunch or if I want to fucking go get lunch with you or whatever like I, I want a fucking corn dog <laughs> yeah if I want to eat 30 corn dogs in two hours I gotta pay Funny, for that shit dude, yeah God damn. Yeah. Like, like that's the driving force and, yeah. it, and it might look different because you're not like oh fuck bitches get money money over everything this that and the other we don't have to be like that but we know we know what we got to put our heads down and do in order to continue doing what the fuck we do you know what i mean yeah that's why i like that's why like when when we're at work i don't give a fuck if i'm a top guy or not what the fuck are my paychecks looking like that's what i care about 
mm-hmm. fuck about being a top guy. Who the fuck? Because I'm a top guy, who the fuck am I impressing? I don't give a fuck. I care about what my paycheck looks like. And as long as my paycheck makes make sure that I can maintain the things that I maintain, I can go out uh, once or twice every month if I wanted to do that. I can go eat somewhere fucking nice. Like that's all the fuck I give a fuck about. I can go eat eat poke with you, or you know, if I if I'm driving to work and I'm like, hey, I'm I'll be early. You want some Starbucks? If I can take care of you, my people, me, whoever the fuck is around me, that's all I give a fuck about. Fuck being the top guy, bro. I'm not here to impress nobody. I'm here to make sure my paper is right. That's it. God damn mm-hmm. right, baby. America. Base. America! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Bro, no. I just like, turned up on you. Even, my bad. I didn't mean to turn No, up. you're good, bro. No, bro, I, even, I genuinely, like, ask myself this because, like, no, you are, you are right. Like, as I've been absolutely blessed, and I'll say it every fucking day, but I've, I've been blessed with the ability to, like, not necessarily be able to relate every time when you guys are, like, talking about the struggles that you guys have been through. Um... And I guess to some degree, it's a double-edged sword because they don't have that drive for money in that same regard. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm more wanting to figure out the same drive with a different force behind it before I have to get to that point of like, this is my story. I, I hope that I can like divert from that story and just be like, this is what drives me. This, is, this could be what drives a lot of other people who aren't necessarily innately driven by money. You know yeah. what I mean? No, but, but but you also have to be thankful for it, right? Like, be thankful that you've never been put I in a position gr- where you put in yeah. $1.15 in your fucking gas tank. You know what I mean? Like, you, nobody... I, that shit sucks, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think it's not proud. Like, <laughs> put $1.15 in my gas tank, and I look around and see who the fuck is around me real quick, oh. and, then I, and I, I, like, jam out, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I hope I can make it to work type shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but... At the end of the day, you got to be able to put your pride aside. I mean, there was a time where I was like, yo, Demo, can you give me a fucking ride home? You know what I mean? Like, I was taking the trolley to do... But, like, see, that's the thing, right? It's like... Do it do it in silence. That's what, that's what I wish I would have known when I was making all the fucking money that I was making. Because I was loud and proud that I was fucking making all this money. Like, don't do that shit. You don't need to flaunt to nobody. You find your own drive. You make your own money the way that you do it, and then let that be that. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, all these top performers at the job that we work at and shit that are like, oh, I'm a top performer. My face is on the wall. And this, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Let me see. Let me see. You sold 100 mobiles, but let me see what your paycheck looks like, homie. Like, mm-hmm. That don't mean shit. You didn't make... like. How, there's a lot of metrics that go behind that shit. And I yeah, and I guarantee you, my paycheck probably looks similar to yours. Because if it didn't, you know what I mean, I wouldn't be in positions that I am where I'm at. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say? Mm. Like it's the loud ones that you got to worry about. And I think Jay Z said it. He said the quiet, the, the quietest one in the room is the, the richest. They're always the most dangerous. That's for sure. And there's a picture of him, and it's crazy, bro. I've seen this picture of Jay Z. I'll see if I can find it. I'll send it to you guys. There's a picture of Jay-Z who's obviously worth more than any fucking rapper out there, right? And all the it's like there's like 30 of them in the fucking room. And they all got these big ass chains on and grills in and all this gold watches, all that shit. And this motherfucker has nothing. Nothing. And he's the richest one in the fucking room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, I wear just enough jewelry so they can send me home. You know what I mean? If they were to ever find me somewhere. I wear just enough jewelry, bro. And I've always been 
you know, I'm I'm significantly older than some of the boys in my friend group back home, like some of the boys in the fam. And so I've I've always enjoyed kicking it around them because it's like too, it's like I don't like I don't even feel pressured to flaunt my money in front of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even feel like I need to even mention my job around these guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like talking about it. I don't because, yeah, you know, we get paid pretty good money. Like, you know, what I mean, electricians, period. Like, you know what I mean, they get paid pretty good money and I travel. So I get, you know, it's a lot of cool shit that comes with it. Like, you know, uh, but I don't like I don't like even now, like it just sounds weird coming out of my mouth. Like, fuck that. But I don't know. Because because I've had that thing, too, of like, I'm not if it's for the money, this is bullshit. I could just go rob people, you know, like I could just <laughs> like I could just go rob people, bro. Like, you know, I could sell, like, you know, you we could get into illicit activities, allegedly, like, you know, stupid as fuck. Like, I would rather make an honest man's paycheck one, you know, and two is to show my son like, hey, bro, when you got responsibilities you're going to do things that you don't want to do. You feel like you don't have to do them. No, you you need to do these things. These are your responsibility. I don't... I normally wear my chain tucked in. The only time I really wear my chain out is when we're on the podcast or like if I'm going out or something. Like Mm -hmm. I have a nice outfit on and I want to show my chain, but I I always wear my chain tucked in. Typically, I normally wear my chain tucked in. And I tell myself nowadays too, if I if I'm in a space where I feel like I need to do that, then I don't need to be there. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I should be able to feel like myself and feel cordial. Like you know what I mean? Like just be myself. Mm. Yeah, and I, I mean that's another thing, right? Like when you have money, like I was getting to the point where I would buy expensive shit that was just for me. Like I would buy like two hundred dollar ties or you know like eighty dollar pairs of socks and shit like that because I was making the money and I. I didn't want to flaunt it to other people, but it would make me feel nice that I had it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. cool. Fuck everybody else. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. everybody else, bro. We don't have to, you don't have to show off shit to fucking anybody. See, there, there, I won't tell anybody when I hit the lottery, but there will be signs, right? Like I be, if you live in California, everybody going to know. There will that's be true. signs, right? But yeah, best believe, if I win the lottery, bro, I'm living in a fucking $25, $30 million crib in Rancho Santa Fe, and I'm fucking having a nice-ass whip and all type of shit, and fuck everybody, dog. Bro, I don't know. <laughs> I think we've talked about this for sure, but I'm I'm always of the sentiment now, especially that I like have a job and like have a place now. Um, I've, I always just like, even if I win the lottery, I just want enough to live and not worry. Ever, ever, say ever, that. Ever. You say that until no, you have I, the money. But the thing is, is like that's the thing is that I, it works backwards too. So I don't, I'm not motivated by money if I don't have enough. But I'm also not in. I'm not necessarily like. And maybe this has changed with like a little bit of age and the fact that like I was kind of in a more fuck situation with money, but having a lot of it or as much of as I've had ever. Um, I'm never like, ooh, like, I don't know, crazed by it as well. Like it, ha- mm. it works in reverse, um, you know, it, it, backwards, I should say. Like, not incentivized by it, but I'm also not like super motivated by it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't live here probably, right? Like, I would move to a house, house, but I don't want like a multi-million dollar house. That sounds 
like lame to me. I'd want to buy like a decent property here. I'd buy one close to my mom. Um, and then uh, it depends on how much money I have, but like, I'd probably buy her place if I could buy my dad a place if I could. Um, and they're not going to be like super extravagant. Y'all are not getting fucking maids. Okay. (laughs) Tell me you get $500 million. That's how much you actually pocket 500 Mm -hmm. million. Mm -hmm. You're not living in, you're not going to have one multi-million dollar crib. There will be signs, bro. (laughs) So when you say multi-million, you're talking about like 10 and above, 10 million and above, right? That's not what multi is. Multi is anything over one. Well, yeah, yeah. But no, no. I'm saying when you say multi, I know multi is more than one. I'm saying when you say multi, do you mean more than 10 or are you saying? Okay. If you're asking me, yeah, my crib is over 10 million. One of my cribs is over 10 million. So my crib in San Diego will be over $10 million. But I'm not buying my mama house. She can live with me. Because my That's crib fair. will be that big that she can come live. Corpse can come live with me. <laughs> I'll be your neighbor in the same house. <laughs> yeah, you can live in the See, casita like, I would in the buy, back, I would, buy, I would buy like, no, I, multi. <laughs> I don't think multi. Uh, maybe like, I guess multi, but nothing over... N- nothing over uh nothing over like nine okay my bad that you're right under 10 million like no but like nothing over, like, i'm not getting close crib. i'm not getting close to nine though that's what i'm saying i'm probably not you're gonna, capping, I'm, I'm you're doing capping like, yourself at nine i'm maybe like capping yourself million, at nine. like maybe three million dollars but only because the the real estate here is ridiculously expensive yeah but a three million dollar crib is still a big crib dog. no it's not dog no it's not Bro, you could find a three million dollar crib up north. Nice out here, yeah. Bro, in Austin, Texas, yeah, you can get around. a nice ass crib. Yeah, but I could buy a nice Texas. house in fucking Austin for eight hundred k, bro. Like that's what I'm spending there. Then I'm buying another spot in Philly for about a mil, and I'm straight. That's all I need. The rest is going that's to everything else. I, I'm I'm buying a place here. I'm buying a place near my mom. I'm probably buying a place near my uh, grandmother, and she could live there. And I probably I probably help my family out with a, a you know some things that we're going through here on the side, but um, I don't know. Like a lot of that's probably just going into. They like, don't put a dent in five hundred million. But a lot of that is probably just going to like a. I don't know if it's a trust that would be proper to put it into, but I'd want it to be allocated correctly to where it builds over time. Like and throw that motherfucker just, in a CD, dog, and you fucking making five percent off that bitch, dog, and. Your money will, will last for a long. We, I mean, we kind of talked about it. It'll this last that forever. Long. Yeah, you li- you have infinite money glitch at that point. But uh, I found out actually, if you put six million dollars in a high yield savings account, that's like five percent. Um, you get two hundred forty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, remember that's we fun. talked about this. How and much? Then you live off of two hundred forty thousand dollars a year, no, 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 and how you much allow you that shit to have compound six, interest, six and you're fucking good. Six million. Six million. Bro, it's not like your five hundred mil, dog. I was gonna say it's not, it's not a little bit, but it's not that much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Think about it. Think about you opening. Think about you opening multiple of those. Uh, Definitely. I mean, like it could, it could be real fun, real quick. Oh, you could afford to live in a thirty million dollar crib, dog. Is what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I, I don't know if I want that. Like, I don't. You don't know until you have the money. Sure, and I mean, like, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of things. I'm like, I didn't know this was even possible. <laughs> Not 500 mils on well, the table. Well, yeah, it, it, changes too, it changes too when you say like, 
I wouldn't want this big of a house, right? And I said that too, bro, right? And I started actually writing out one day what my dream house would be and what I would have in there. Bro, it's easily a couple million dollar house. Podcast yeah. studio, right? Soundproof. Like, so, and yeah, I'm get down, that. get detailed, bro. Get detailed. Like soundproof walls, this, this, and the third. I want this in the house. I want this in the house. Uh uh in the kitchen. Like, what does it look like? Like, you know what I mean? Like you like really envision that shit. I'm dot easily million dollar crib, bro. Is what Maybe I want. like a like a studio, a little space in the backyard or something, like big enough for I got a little you gotta like, build it. You walk over and you're like, yo, what's up? <laughs> Bro, those studio. back houses, those back houses like that in spots like North Carolina and Texas and like the what like everywhere east of California, pretty much like adds adds a good fucking chunk of money to no, the yeah, price of the sure. trip, bro. You I, know mean, I, I mean, I'm definitely, but not like not like ten mil. No, I, not ten million. Not 10 that's million. what I'm saying. Uh, on, okay, honestly, like I would have a big ass crib here, right? But my dream spot would be like a warehouse. I think we talked about this on the pod before. A warehouse, bro. Like I would want to live in a warehouse. That'd be wild. Tifu did that. Open, I think. Open the door. I could pull my fucking car in. Close. It'd be like a loft area. I could have one section sectioned off for the podcast. I could fucking paint on the other side whenever the fuck I wanted to. Like I would just have a fucking dope ass crib. But that would hey, probably be like a shout out, Kazo. Shout out, shout out, shout out, Demo. Would look at it. People are proud of you, Damo. Oh, thank you, that. thank you. Look at that. Look at that. Shout out my 910. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Much love. Get much love. Time. This is getting drunk for the last <laughs> time. I got to <laughs> really water. Quick, sorry, to answer, because I didn't answer the question myself. Oh, what is it? Yeah, cut my water? We didn't mean cut water, dog. San Diego-based company. These fuck you up. These are like... Eight and, that shit is uh, so blown out. It's censored because they didn't. Uh, they didn't sponsor the podcast. Yeah, they didn't sponsor. So hey, fuck you. Really? Cut water. Pay me, dog. Damn, jeez. <laughs> gang, gang. Um, the the worst and best years of my life are honestly pretty stacked. Oh, shit, like you're right. You didn't answer. I didn't answer. Yeah, I didn't answer. Oh, the oh shit. Just to, just been to, talking for the last forty five minutes. No, but I prompted all of the questions, so it's okay. Um. They're kind of stacked. So twenty, I'd say twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen was the worst. Wait, I had so much time to think about this. Now, now I can't think of it. Actually, twenty. Sorry, twenty seventeen. I guess twenty sixteen to seventeen was probably the best because twenty sixteen twenty seventeen. Yeah. Okay. I think I just got out of a relationship. And I was really free. Like it, it felt. I'm free. I, <laughs> it felt like I don't know. Like I had a lot of time to recoup that I needed to just just to be myself and to be with friends and to be with family and have no like looming thing over my head. So it was probably the best. Um, and you were 17 years old at this time, right? yeah uh, crazy yeah that's crazy to me that your best the best time of your life so far was when you were 17 that's wild to me what's well, only gone like i don't know i i think better i mean there's been a lot of ups and downs um the worst was probably 17 to 18 because i had gained all of that like ability and like freedom and stuff and then i lost it because i moved here um, when I moved here, I had no friends. I had nobody 
really to like talk to. I didn't have a job. I felt like I wasn't like contributing to anything. Um, I stopped making videos. I, I like stopped everything that I had basically like loved doing and like kind of built up and had gotten for the first time. Um, and that was that year. It was like super, I don't like to say depressed very often because I think that's a pretty serious word, but as close as depression as I've ever gotten was probably that year. Um, you think it was because you moved here? Um, uh, you, that you stopped doing all that stuff. The move here honestly came with a lot of strings that I didn't really work out at the time. It was so built up in my head because I had moved from California to uh, Texas, to New Mexico. Um, when I moved, it was super sad. I was like super mad at like my mom and there was a lot of emotions to it that eventually like I kind of figured and worked out. But the, the goal was always to come back and to be like live my life here because I always felt like it was supposed to be here. And it's funny that Corpse brought up the whole like alternate reality from a move because I have mm -hmm. that exact same experience of like so much when I was younger was fixated on the idea that like if I just didn't move, my life would be so much different. And I'll never know, obviously, we'll never know what it's like on the other side of that different reality. But um, there's so much that I'm grateful for that happened in that move and in that whole process that like made me the type of person I am today. But um, but in that transition from California to New Mexico and living there for like eight years, I think it was, there was a lot of like buildup of what California was supposed to be in my head. Um, mm. It was like a relationship with, um, with, with my father that I, I never really got to get because I was in New Mexico. It was a relationship with friends that I had left here when I was in elementary, bro. Like that's how built up it, in my head it was it was like oh my friends are gonna be back we're gonna be so sick because we kept in touch as like the time went on i came here for summer we like kept in touch we were cool um and like everything's gonna work out like in this is obviously when i was younger i'm gonna move out here and be like uh doing youtube full-time i'm gonna make a lot of money whatever whatever everything's gonna be so cool like so easy it's gonna be so nice uh that was the naive dipshit brain i had um and then I don't think it's dipshit. Don't don't do that to yourself. No, but it was just like <laughs> it was just so not thought out that like of course it wasn't gonna work out that way. Like, yeah, no shit. Um so coming out here, realizing that like a relationship with my dad is is way more work than I was intending. Um my friends that I had thought would be ready for me to come back are doing their own thing because they have their own life. And of course they do. Like they, they're not going to wait for me or anything like that. Um, realizing that a lot of them weren't like necessarily available to be my friend by the time I got out here. Um, and that's for like one reason or another, but, um, and also the fact that like I wasn't working for a good portion of that year was like, this is none of this was supposed to happen this way. So it was like the most, idea shattering that I've ever experienced and all of that being like happening all in at once um made me super super depressed or as close as depressed I, as I could say I've been and then the most pivotal year was the year right after um because I got a job felt a lot better about that um I had gotten a little bit closer with my dad and I think since then obviously I've gotten closer and closer 
and uh, found Hulisa. And a lot of the things that I was like shattered the year prior, I had kind of reimagined like, okay, things are going to be way harder than I thought, but I'm way more capable than I realize. And I can do things and change things. And, and there's people in my life that, um, that I could be, you know, grateful for and, uh, work to have better relationships. And so that was probably the best, uh, most pivotal year of my life because I can, I like got more control over my life in those, in that year. Mm. Um, can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. About your dad? Mm-hmm. Just because, um, I don't know. I think I talked about this on the podcast before. Like my mom and I didn't always have the best relationship growing up, but now that I'm older and, um, now that I'm older and her and I have hung out more as we've gotten older, like we've really gotten to talk to each other about each other and like, Hey, like you were a great mom and, and, um, this is what I feel like you could have done differently, but I understand why you've done this, that, and the other. And like, same thing for me, like you were kind of a shit son when you were younger, but I know why you did that shit and this and that. So I was actually with my mom on Sunday and, um, like I have a, I have a great relationship with my dad, right? Like we, I just went and saw him yesterday and we had dinner together and we talk about the shit that I know he likes, like hunting and guns and Mexico and all this shit. Right. (laughs) But on Sunday, my mom, my mom, we were, we took a shot of tequila and, um, she asked me, she was like, like, have you ever talked to your dad about, um, how you feel? And I was like, me, like, what do you mean? How I feel? And, uh, she was like, have you ever talked to him about not being there when you wanted him, when you wanted him to be there? You know, like he never went to any of your dance shit. He never watched you skate. He didn't even he probably doesn't even know that you did graffiti um and got paid for it. Have you ever talked to him about that? And I was like, nah. And I I don't plan on it. Like I don't plan on talking to my dad about any of those things because and I, I, I've talked to you. I've talked to you about your dad, right? Like I've talked to you, and like, yo, why don't you say something? Or like, why don't you talk to him about this now, or tell him how you feel? And you're like, oh no, I know how he's gonna respond. And then I gave you shit for it, right? Like I gave you shit, and I was like, yo, you, you should talk to him about that. But then when my mom asked me that question, and I was like, no, nah, like I'm, I'm not gonna talk to him about it because I already know what he's gonna say. And I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, Damo told me the same exact thing, and I pressed him on it. Like, how do you know what your dad's going to say? Like, you don't know. You're older now, this, that, and the other. But I understood, like, from the outside looking in, my mom asking that, and I was like, holy fuck. Like, I, I'm okay with my dad leaving this earth and never telling him that. Never telling him that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. This, might be the, this might be the night, boys. Um, but... I um I don't know because there's just something about my dad where I just don't want him to feel like he fucked up. You know what I mean? I don't want him to think like, damn, 
I, I, I did all this. Remember how we were talking about earlier where, like, I wish I would have put all this money away and I would have had all this shit before Peanut got here and this, that, and the other? Like, I did the opposite of that because of my dad. Ultimately, that was the, the reason. You know what I mean? So if it's, hmm. like, it's like he gave me this great life. Like, not that he's giving me a bunch of money or he pays for my house or anything like that, but he really showed me how to be a man, but at the same time, like, be the man that I don't want to be for my son. Mm. So how do I, how do I, you know, I, I can thank him for being the man that he is, but I don't want to fucking, like, put a fucking plate of shit in his face and be like, yo, but you fucked up and you weren't there for me. You know what I mean? And I think this kind of circles back. The reason I brought this up, because it kind of circles back to the great, like, being grateful. Mm. I'm, I'm grateful that he that he didn't show up to that shit. Mm-hmm. That he didn't do the things that he did. Because if he did, I might not be in the position that I am now for my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I think it's just it's funny because I have those talks with my mom. I have those talks with my mom now. Like you know, and I straight like, dude, why would like, why did you, my dad, do that? Like, well, you guys are fucking dumb. Like, I straight tell her, like, you guys are retarded, dude. Like, why were y'all, why were y'all doing that? Like, you know, or like, like God, why was he, like, like you know, like why was he this way? Like, like I talked to her, like I and I have like real. I would have never asked my dad those questions though, for sure. Um, <laughs> I think it's important though that that people do have some level of like, you know, like talks with their parents, like in it, it's healthy to unpack some of the stuff that you, that happened in childhood and understand like maybe why it happened that way. You know what I mean? Because I try to think of my dad now as me with Elijah. Right. But he was him with me. Like you get with me. So like, I know what I don't want. I, I love the things I love about my dad, and then I hate the things that I hate about him. And so, yeah, I but do you to... hate them though? Do you hate them, or do yes. you just like? Yes, yeah. there's things of there's things that I've learned about my father, or things that I knew, and I allowed him to pass without addressing it. Like I have a sister, bro. Like this is honest hour. Like I have a sister, bro, who passed away when she was very young, right? <clears throat> and my dad, um, he would not discuss her with us. Like to my knowledge, I have never heard him even like speak of her ever. Yeah, my mom my mom had a miscarriage too. And I didn't know until I was older. So it's like how dare you I could have been I could have been a younger sibling to somebody and I wound up being the oldest. So to me, to me as the child, I feel like how dare you cut off this information to my sister? You know what I mean? Like I and she had a different mom, whatever, like you know what I mean, but it's still my sister because her little sister, my sister Rhonda, that's my sister. Like, and I know her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she'll probably end up watching this fucking podcast. Like, that's my sister. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just weird that he treated her so so different. Like, you know what I mean? Like my my sister that passed. You know what I mean? And I wish I would have confronted him more about that and be like, hey, dude, like it's already bad enough, dude. You got multiple wives, dog. Like, let's just talk about the kid, fam. Like, you know what I mean? Because the first time I ever saw her face, I found a picture um, that was in his room. And I asked him, like, hey, who's that? And, dude, he flipped out, bro. He 
he flipped he flipped out on me and i don't yeah, but i mean to... that's also trauma that he has to deal with too you know what i mean like so with my son, I'm trying to I'm trying to be in a space where there's a no fly zone. Like there is obviously some stuff that's going to be a no fly zone, right? Like, and he's going to find that out later. But to create as many no fly zones with him, like you know what I mean? Like, because if, if I'm doing something that's affecting him, I want him to have the space to be able to tell me that. Like you know what I mean? Some stuff is just like, dude, you're a kid. Shut up. Like you know, and some stuff is like, all right, dude. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk to you like that. You know, so you got to pick and choose your battles. Hey. No, but when my mom asked me that, bro, I was like, I thought of you immediately. Like once I processed everything, and I was like, holy fuck, I really pressed zero to chat with his dad. And now I know where you're coming from when you're like, oh no, nah, like I already know what the fuck he's gonna say. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I don't fault you for that because I don't want to have that conversation with my dad. Can I say something? Can I say yeah. something just because I hear both my buddies saying this? <clears throat> is is don't make the decision for them right if this was me giving you advice because this is what i look back at is is don't make the decision for them right and then but then do it only if you want to and then if you want to and you're not doing it then you need to do it like you know what i'm saying yeah. like if you're no, just the be- thing is that my thing is that it's not going to change the outcome of anything that's f- but but you don't but we don't know that no it's not he can't ever watch me dance again he can't ever watch me skate again he can't ever go to any of my pieces that i got paid for it you know that, oh, that will ever happen funny though my my dad has that exact same um point of like it it does it's like we can't change anything but something that i've really come to turn i want to say I come, i've come to terms with, i hope i have i feel like i have um isn't necessarily Matt, the waterworks is really about to start going right now. Isn't I'm on yeah, the verge, bro? You about to get you about to get me right there. You about to get me. Be careful what you say, dog, because I've never <laughs> cried on the podcast. You I'm not, seven. I'm, I'm, not I'm not ready for it. Right I'm not necessarily trying to, but um, something that I kind of figured out, I hope, and it happened at a at a good time because it happened as I was like leaving, probably like a couple months ago. Really, I realized that like. I I obviously can't change my dad. And I have to love him for like who he is. And there's a there's a saying that's like there's a you have a bloodline. And the bloodline keeps dripping until there's somebody who's ready to feel it. Hmm. And what that essentially is is like it's coming to terms with the fact that like my dad is a reaction of what his dad did. Mm-hmm. And what his dad did, and what his dad did, um, and so on and so forth. And I could choose to continue the bloodline, and as unfair as it might be, I could also choose to change the outcome going forward. Because I have to endure everything that he's going to react to, but maybe my kid doesn't have to. And that's a better outcome. Um, but also coming to the realization of he might not want to talk about or address or um as much as i might think i deserve an apology apologize for anything he's ever done that i deem unfair um i just have to come to terms and love what he is willing to do or give and um i mean whether that's fair or not is a whole nother conversation but uh i think it is it is better to leave things 
said versus unsaid because as much as I guess we'd like to say we're comfortable, you know, when his eyes close forever to leave things unsaid, I don't think that that's okay. And when you, when you did talk to me about it, save, I did have a conversation with him and as much as he might say like, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It mattered to me a lot because when he goes, I could say, there's nothing that I left on the table, you know? See, I'm the opposite, bro. Yeah. I'm the opposite because I see how my dad is and I see how he is with my kid and I see how he is with his other grandkids. And to me, like I said, because I, I try and find the light in every situation, bro. You know what I mean? I try and find the positivity. And and I had to endure that. And I, whether you say it's childhood trauma or whatever the fucking case may be that I... I haven't unpacked it or whatever. Like I feel like I've unpacked it if I could, if I'm able to chat about it, right? Mm-hmm. And for me to understand that I will not do that to my kid is enough understanding for me to never have to bring it up. Because in my eyes, my father has a better life without me being like, "Hey, yo, you know, like you really fucked me up because you didn't do this shit." Well, but also, like, you don't, what if, like, not even necessarily bringing it up in that vein? What if, what if, no, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, obviously, not, I'm not like vain that right now, but I know, not, no, but I just mean, like, if, like, if I would have been like, Dad, okay. I wish you would have watched me dance, Dad, I wish you would have done this, but I, and I, then I say, like, oh, I'm glad you didn't, though, because now look at the life that Peanut's gonna have, like, no, like, or I, I think, I think it's better off going unsaid. Do you think it would create more of an inclination for him to be at Peanuts games? No, because I already think he will do that. What? But what if also not only to your son, but what if he? I do think to some degree I've I I feel like I have changed my dad even a little bit. I don't. He, he can't go back. He'll never be able to go back. None of us can. But everything that I've told him, one gets me closer to him because now he knows how I feel. And whether or not he wants to address that or not is definitely within his power, within his right. But at least he knows. He has a better like indication of where I am. And then two, even if like 1% of him, the next time I see him, can be more informed on how to act and how I would appreciate it, and he acts on that, that's something that I could be appreciative of. Yeah, but I'm to the point where like, I don't need my dad to act any different towards me. He shows me love. He, he I mean, like last night, I, I wasn't going to go to his crib, bro. I was hungover as fuck. I was so, I was like, I, my stepmom, I, I, I wasn't like, I was under the impression that my stepmom wasn't going to be home. So nobody was cooking. And he called me and he said, Hey, we're waiting for you. Like, where are you at? We're waiting to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, that to me is like, you waited for me to eat. My stepmom, cooked like okay i'll be there in 10 minutes i was there we ate we had a good time we talked about his time in mexico again because i know that's what he enjoys i like i'm to the point where i'm chilling in my life right now where i am as a father and i have great conversations with my father about whatever the fuck it is granted i only get one day to talk to him Mm -hmm. like face to face but i mean god willing he'll make it back home 
to where he's from, where he wants to die and rest his head, and I'll be able to go visit him. And 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 I, and I, God willing, of course, right? Like I'll be able to spend so much more fucking time with him when I go visit him out there, and we'll be able to do everything that we weren't able to do when I was a kid, as me as an adult with him, in the place mm-hmm. that he wants to be and enjoys being at doing the things that he enjoys doing and 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 maybe at that point then maybe I'll have a conversation with him but like where I am in my life I don't care to do that because one I'm in a good place I'm in a great place I've taken the light out of the negative what others may call a negative situation or even what I may call as a negative situation and why put I, I like there's no I, I have no need to put a burden on him to think that he fucked up when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like I'm a good man, bro. Like I I, I grew up to be a I grew up to be a, a great individual because of that. Mm-hmm. So what so what do I need to tell him? You know what I mean? I grew up to be a great individual. I, I genuinely feel like I'm a great individual. I have great people around me. Look at you two. If I was really that fucked up, you guys wouldn't be around me. But I'm a, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a part. Like I grew up because of that. I don't even know what the fuck. What just what came up on the bottom? I missed it. <laughs> he wants you to change your mind. Just talk to him about it, bro. That's a, I'm so, on. I'm, so, I'm on team. Talk what's the benefit? What's the benefit? But it's also so weird that you flipped so hard. From like, I don't know because I understand. That's yeah, what I was going to ask him. How how are you able? What where's the disconnect of like, you telling him and then you not doing it though? I get well, it because though. Because now now it's in front of me and I'm understanding of it. Like, interesting. There 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 there. What what good comes of it? What okay. good comes of it? Because I'm on team. Good comes from it. Right. I'm on team. Good comes from it. All right. And one, it does something for me. Right. It does something for me to look at the person across from me and they even got to apologize and they can rationalize whatever the fuck. But me saying it to you makes me feel better just about. But I feel better just saying it to you guys. But it's no it it, to me. I okay, And that's that's where it it is fair if that's enough for you. But for Pacho, it was not enough. It was not enough. Like Like, like if if my father passes away tomorrow. My father passes away tomorrow. I will not regret that I did not have this conversation with him. I know that I will not. Mm. Because because where my father and I are currently, we're in a great place. Where I am with as being a father, I'm in a great place. And I know that the outcome of our conversation cannot change the outcome of who I am as a man to this day and will not change the outcome of how he moves forward. I know that for a fact. Because there is nothing that he can do for, like I said, there's nothing that he can do for me now that he isn't already doing. I do. I I like to openly bring some of the stuff up to my mom, right? Because, again, I'm team good comes from it. And I feel that sometimes I, I find a certain connection with her because I I'm telling her I recognized her faults and her mistakes. I love you for him, mom. Like, you know what I mean? And to me, honestly, I feel like it brings the most peace to my mom to hear me tell her, like, yeah, I know that you did this, but I still love you. Like, I love you. Like, you know what I mean? I love you, mom. Like, 
You know what I mean? But you and my dad were fucking nuts, fam. Like, you guys are straight bonkers. I think that's the difference, right? It's like, I think I'm more open with my mother about talking about how I grew up with whatever the fuck she did when I was growing up mm-hmm. because I have a more active relationship with her and she's still constantly changing with and me. And that's your, it's your mom. And it's, it's you mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's more. And there's more of a safe space when it comes to talking to mom, right? Yeah. But I feel like with mom, it's more of, I have a constant relationship with you where you watch my son overnight sometimes, or, um, you know, you and I go out to dinner together and there's things that we chat about, or even the way, like, I don't think my father views me in a negative way, but I do believe that my mother did view me in a negative way. Cause I did some fucked up shit as a child that my father didn't see, but my mother was there to witness all of it. So I feel like the conversation with my mother had to happen because of those situations and i didn't want her to think that i was a fucked up that i grew up to be a fucked up adult and i I, and you know i know now that she doesn't view me that way she thinks i'm a great father she thinks i'm a great man she thinks i'm an alcoholic that smokes too much which granted those things may be true but she knows that at when, when the time comes and something needs to go down or you know what i mean i'm the one to call i'm do you think that and it's the opposite of what she thought before Right where she thought it was my brother who was the one to call, you know, when a call to action is there, who do you call? She found out real quickly that that was not to be the case. Do you think that do you think she has a certain relationship or you have a certain relationship with her because of your dad's lack of involvement? No, but I think she appreciates the more I converse with her about what how I felt when I was a kid and where I am now because of it, because I have opened up to her about it. Hmm. No, she knows how I view my father. And I don't, like I said, I don't view my father negatively at all. Do I wish he would have done, He do I wish he would have like known some of the shit that I was into when I was younger? Absolutely. Because I'm that much involved with my child at his current age. You know what I mean? But I'm also an understanding where, you know, when you're a fucking immigrant. So why not try that with your dad? Because what's the benefit of it? Because then you'll have the same relationship you have with your mom with your dad. I can't, though, because I can't take my dad out to dinner. I can't take him out to breakfast. I can't go out with him on a Friday night and do something with him because he works two jobs. That, But that, that's a, that's that's just a time confliction. It starts with the relationship, though. No, but it's all time conflicting. But also, I don't feel like you would ever say this but about anything though. other than your conversation with your dad. I'm trying to think of, like... Another situation where even though at maybe even just like surface level or as much as we could see nothing coming of it, you would never say like, like, so for example, if if I had an issue with something, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the equivalent or like something that I could equate, but like if something that is so pertaining to me that you couldn't change at all, you wouldn't say that like me harboring it is a better thing because there's nothing that could be done for it. Right? Like if there was even some level of probably not, you probably not what? Not I probably you, would not be able to say this about any other situation besides this. This is exactly the reason why you should do it. <laughs> it's probably the only exact reason why you should all do all of it, my oh boy. But I don't see like I see no like there is no change that comes of it, bro. Like it's I not necessarily the change that. that I don't think should be the metric. But I don't carry like I don't carry a weight on my chest about it. 
obviously you do if this is the one topic that you won't be with like if this is the one whatever whatever it is that's the that's the reason why you should do it at the end of the day it is oh the only reason i brought the, the only reason i brought this conversation up was because my mother asked me about it and it like pertained to a conversation that zero and i had and i wanted to apologize to zero about pressing him so hard on the matter because i understand where he's coming from Granny, I didn't know that he went and had the conversation with his father. I didn't know that. We didn't have well, that I, conversation. Yeah, I, I, try, I tried. But, but. You tried, but the outcome was what you thought it was going to be, right? Yeah, but that, I think that's what evolved. But he made you feel the, better? It, that's what he... No. But that's what evolved into the... Oh, okay, well, thanks for making my point even... No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Because that's what evolved <laughs> the, the, the mindset of not necessarily like... If somebody, in particular him, if he's not willing to help fix the problem, I have to take what I have and come to peace with it, basically. But that's the thing is there is no problem, and I've already come to peace with the issue. Dude, yeah, there was a there was a, a, a excerpt of a book that my sister had sent me, bro, that I tried to pull up while you were talking about it, bro. And, and um, it said something to the effect. I remember one of the lines was... Uh, is is I I I'm I grow tired. It's I grow tired of looking at people as broken pieces. Instead, now I look at I look at him as a painting of of mosaic or or something like that, where it's like all the broken pieces are put together. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, yeah, like gla- and, like uh, tile, like a mo- mosaic, like yeah, right? glass yeah. mosaic. I can't remember exactly how the excerpt went. I'm sorry, I know I butchered that. No, but, that's um, good. I like it. But um. It just made me think, like, yeah, instead of looking at my dad as it's just this fucking mean this and that, and even though I didn't get to have that conversation, when I see him next, we're having that talk, motherfucker, like, you know, but I didn't get to have it, but I understand, and now I kind of look at him more of, like, oh, he was this dude who was a certain way because he went through so many different things, and some of them was inside of his control, and he just made bad choices, and then there was stuff outside of his control and he still made bad choices so it's like double whammy you know what yeah. i mean because we do that like you know what i mean like we we're flawed individuals where we think we have the best information so we make certain choices you know what i mean but um, that's the th- other thing that you have to that i that i've taken into consideration with my father is that you know he grew up in a different country bro where the rules and regulations are different on how you do certain things and mm. Who who was there to teach him any different? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I can't like I don't fault him for the way that he is or the way that he did things because where was what's his underlying reason? Well, I know his underlying reason. You know what I mean. Also, mm-hmm. to be fair, sorry. Um, to be fair, really quick, and something that I think. Prove me right a little bit, even though in the moment it didn't make me feel better. I I know he's at least one percent different because there are moments where, and I try to call this out as much as I can, where I know it's like not in his nature to do things that would make me feel better. There was something recently, um, I think it was pertaining to like moving here, where. Um, I just talked to him about like, I don't know, I'm really, you know, nervous. I don't know what to do. And I, you know, I I don't know if I'm like not making the right choice, but like, I don't know if I'm doing anything right. 
and he just gave me like kind of just words of encouragement and it was just like you know you're gonna be okay you're gonna be all right whatever whatever um and then later i was like i know i know you don't necessarily think that that like does too much i know that that's not like in your kind of in your nature um but i really appreciate that thank you and i know like he doesn't do that regularly even if i'm like kind of like worried about something and so that's how i kind of feel like it's justified at least for me to have had that conversation that it was worth having that conversation because you don't th you don't think he would have told you that regardless of the conversation that you had with them or not mm. like you think that's the product of that conversation i think at least part of it is yeah not that he would be like oh you're like fucking up in every other way but like th there are just moments where i do appreciate when he like it just feels like he's coming out of the, his comfort zone a little bit mm -hmm. and maybe he would have said maybe he would have said but in my mind i feel like it was the fact that he was uh and then we had conversations even afterwards where he you know brought it up or told me uh you know things or guardrails of like how to how to function and um things that i, I really appreciated that i don't think he would have elaborated on if if he didn't know how i felt Mm. so but it sucked I mean, it, at first for sure it was fucking bullshit <laughs> but yeah i mean that's that's what i think i'm on team just say something i'm telling you Cisco, i'm so invested in this right now dude and, and, and that's fair that's fair that's fair right like, I, I i knew where you guys would stand on the on the situation god damn my whole shit just went down you're live yeah, I don't know why. I feel like oh, yeah. Instagram does this thing where it can only be live for a certain amount of fucking time. Yeah, it does. I know some people do have have that issue. Um, Couldn't be me, G. But, <laughs> but at the end of the day, Cisco, like if you are genuinely, you know, if, if you feel like you've come to peace with it, I think that's fine too. Yeah, that's yeah like I'm not, I'm not in any position to... I'm not in any position to think that um, the outcome is going to be any different, yeah. which I'm okay with. I'm okay with that, and I'm okay with just understanding and knowing and appreciating where like, where I am in life because of it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no love lost. At the end of the day, there's no, there's just no. I have no issue, and it, but it was just it was just interesting. And my mother asked me that, you know what I mean? Like, she was like, did you ever get a chance to talk to daddy about how you felt about him not being there for certain things? And I was like, what the fuck? I'm trying to watch the Super Bowl. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? But, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it was just, it was just, a, it was just, a, where did that come from? From mm -hmm. her. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Did it come from a place of love and like, hey, your dad you know, you like you need to talk to your dad about this, or did it come from a place of like, hey, you already told me where, where like, where you stood with me when you were younger. Like, why did why didn't have you talk to him about it? You know what I mean? I don't know, but I don't feel like I feel like the place where my my I am with my father, him and I, our, I feel like our relationship is really good right now. I don't feel like it could get any better with with me saying something, and I'm okay with that. And you know, maybe one day, maybe maybe him and I go hunting one night or one day and we leave at four or five in the morning and 
I just have a conversation with them. I'm like, hey, motherfucker, like I'm doing something that you like to do. Why the fuck did you not do the shit that I like to do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, type shit. You know? Maybe. So, I mean, like, however you see fit, man. I'd... Yeah, but you know, tomorrow's never promised. So I understand where you guys are at with like team say something, but <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. It's just... It just, it, I just, it, I genuinely doesn't feel like it changes the outcome of my life or his life at this moment in time. Because there's not, there is nothing I know for a fact. There is n- he, even him saying like, "Sorry, Mijo, like, I, you know, you know that I had to like make sure you guys were good, this, that, and the other." Like, even that would not make me feel better. Mm. Or even him saying like, "I wish I could have been there," wouldn't make me feel better. I guess I uh, maybe and maybe I'm projecting a lot in this because for me, unloading that and. Not necessarily anybody like picking the cards up. I'm like, at least, at least you know. No, no, no. You're yeah. right, right? Like, there's, there's times when, there's times when you have to just like unload and unleash and be like, look, bro, like this is how you fucking made me feel. This, that, the third. Mm-hmm. But this is not the situation for that, in my opinion. Yeah. But I I agree with you because I've unleashed on some people and be like, yo, you did, you fucked me up because of this, because of that, and then they're like, hey, well, let me tell you something about you, you know, like this is why I acted that way, and then I'm like, holy shit, like, I get you, but you got to yeah. get where I'm coming from too, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This yeah. is not one I never made my dad feel like my dad don't have shit to tell about me. He's not he's not gonna tell me like, hey, you fucked me up because you did this, that, and the other. You weren't even there. Like, what the fuck? I didn't do anything to fuck you up. So I feel like it would just be me like trauma dumping and this and that. And I'm not into that shit, bro. Like, let's 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 keep it pushing. We got other we got a hell of other shit we gotta like, take care of. You know what I mean? Listen. Yo, corpse, are we going fries or nachos? <laughs> Listen. Oh wait, dead ass though? Real quick. <laughs> That's a genuine. Did you come question. up with your answer? Did you come up with your answer? I said nachos. Fries or fries, nachos? Fries or nachos. Dog. So baseline. Okay, actually, just answer the question first. Fries or nachos? Yeah, that's the question. What? Oh, dude, no, there's there's a lot there. My favorite. Yeah, I know, bro. Fry I went through the whole thing. gambit. <laughs> through everything. Can I throw cheese on there? See? Like, See, now we're, I, so, th- so this I, is what I was gonna say too. Base. So baseline, both nachos. We're talking tortilla chips, cheese. Fries, good salted, you know, good fries. Good nachos, good fries. But baseline. See, because I already knew what you were thinking, bro, because Cisco came out with the garlic fries with the, you know, and I was like, fuck, yeah, there's too many. Parmesan fries, fucking sweet potato fries. Yeah, but then you got the, like, you got the white queso nachos with the chicken on it. Oh, man. Oh, my. I'm fucking hungry. I think I need fries. Fries? I think That's wild. Fries, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, shit. Nachos and cheese, yeah. I said nachos. Nachos for sure, every day, all day. Just because you get the cheese? No, because you no because Just because it's better. <laughs> it got the crunch. It has the. The only reason I ask you because you high as fuck right now. I had to ask you real fast. All right, let me ask you another another food one that came up. <laughs> um, broccoli or asparagus? Asparagus, all day. Facts. Easy um, what was the other one? Uh, mashed potatoes or baked potato? Mashed. Yes, I just had sir. that conversation earlier today, actually. Mashed potato all day. Baked potatoes are like 
good and then they're mid. They're really good in the beginning. And then once you get off the good part with all the toppings and like the good parts, it's mid. Mm -hmm. It's hella mid. Baked, I mean, people just get into like the sour cream and bacon and this. And I, I'm, I really don't like sour cream with my potato, period. Like, wow, that's wild. That's wild. It's what? the perfect cold Wait, and that, warm combo. That's what I'm bro. Half the time I eat this, I put extra sour cream on it to cool it down. No, bro. I can't. You gotta put the cheese on it first so it melts and then mix it up a little bit and then throw the sour cream on that joint. A little no. bit of red hot on there. No, I'm good. God, I want I want to taste the fucking I want the potato. I don't want to fucking I want the potato. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> potato potato is kind of mid by like by itself. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, <laughs> wait. By I didn't mean for this to become a hot takes, okay? <laughs> Jesus. Just by itself is bro, a baked potato, you put nothing on it, you're not eating that shit. Ain't no way. I don't fucking believe anybody here. Am I baked wrong? Potato. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a point. You got a point. You got a point. You got a point. But, but potato, potato is you can't say potato is mid. No, I'm, I guess like, baked potato, potato makes such great things. No, no. Potato is great. Baked potato. Like if you were to have a naked baked potato, it would be wild. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> just like a raw baked potato. Yeah. Just nasty, like, what do you have? Just a baked potato. <laughs> like, oh, like no ah. butter. Like not even butter. No. Yeah. Like no butter. Just yeah. Like a raw yeah. Baked you wild. You wild. You wild. You're wild. If anybody ever orders just a straight baked potato with nothing, what the fuck? They need to be on a watch list. They need to be Max. on some federal watch list. That's psychotic behavior. No That's way. Wild. No, potato it but the potato itself though is definitely like it's a legendary item. Yeah, so, it's legendary, bro. Everything. Zero, real quick, real quick, just to make the uh sentiment of this podcast a little bit lighter, because that shit just got real heavy. It got real um, heavy. Heavy than I you guys, yo, heavy. you guys almost had me emotional. I look, I still haven't cried on the podcast yet. I'm the only one who hasn't cried on the podcast yet. I'm just saying. Y'all gonna get me though. You guys are getting close. Got close a couple fine. times. We're fine. Dude. Just we're for, fine. just for the sake. Can can I get one hot take just to end the fucking podcast? What you got? One hot take. Wait, what? Did, what you me? got? You, yeah, you. Oh shit! I don't okay, I will tell you this though. I will tell you this. I will tell. Uh, I'll tell Corpse this. Hmm. Next week is my week, right? Mm-hmm. We do have a fan of the uh, the question segments. We and watches it. the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have been requested to write a list of questions for the podcast. It's going to be so fun. Anonymously. So I won't even know what the... Qu- I will receive the, the, the list, but I won't even know what the list says it's for so next exciting. week's episode. Bro, it's like a hey, hot takes list. It'd be, it's going to be so fun. So it's like a mixture of hot takes and like your right. questions of last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. Bro, Punch has not been this high <laughs> on a podcast in a minute, bro. Do I look that stoned? Bro, I, yeah, you I, were stoned yeah. an hour and 10 minutes yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've been, coming in, I've been coming in out of reality for a second. I was like, <laughs> your eyes are wild right now. They're so drooped. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, listen, <laughs> I was gonzo's there for a second. I was like, oh my 
God, I was like, I hope they can't notice. <laughs> You're like, How many I'm times so this motherfucker smooth. has had to come back to reality on this fucking podcast? Oh, dude, easily a hundred times, bro. There's been, oh my God. <clears throat> you know what? That's what I hate about like being high is the waves of like, all right, now I'm back at like base reality. We're chilling. <laughs> and it's like, whoop. And you're like, oh shit. Yeah, the G4 starts to hate or what? Yeah, bro. The G4 starts g it's crazy. Yeah. It feels horrible though for, for me. No, listen, just... the, the early days of the podcast, early, early days of the usual Tuesday, I would get fried. Fried. I'm just glad I've never been like too wasted to actually fucking speak on the podcast. <laughs> It'd be funny if all of us just like got so drunk we all passed out and it's just a 24 hour like stream. <laughs> I show like, you the, did I show you the video of me playing video yeah, games yeah. like a she week ago? Asleep. Bro, there was a video of me playing video games. Uh, I was streaming a week ago. I was so tired. I was literally sitting in my seat like this and like falling asleep, bro. Like I I dead ass fell asleep for 15 minutes during my live broadcast. Jesus. He's still playing the game. (laughs) I was still playing. Like my hands were still on my mouse. Like, and I was like doing whatever the fuck in the game. Yeah. That shit was wild. Dude, that'd be crazy though. If we did something like that. Like just like spent like three three four hours just chilling, wasted on long for a pod, bro. We've gotten close. To, we have done one three hour episode. Yeah, three hour episode. Yeah. yeah, we've done it in person. We could smoke that number. Yeah, if we all got a little, little tipsy, that'd be cool. That'd be a fun podcast. I can't wait till we do an in person podcast, bro. I'm gonna roll a blunt and tell a story. Dad's gonna take 15 minutes right there, dog. Like, and I'm gonna put three of them bitches down by myself, bro. Let alone the drinks. Like, gotta, oh, dude, I gotta piss. Like, then I come, you know, and then you gotta piss, and then we all get a fucking reload, and then order some pizza, bro. Imagine, imagine we order some pizza, <laughs> bro. Oh, I'm about to order some food right now. It's 10 o'clock. I'm so hungry, bro. I haven't. Eaten. I all I had today was a fucking burrito at like 11:30. Gotta eat, my guy. Bro, we're almost at a year. What, what, yeah. what was the date of our first episode? Um, I have to look. Nobody it knows it. Honest. Nobody I, knows what the I, fuck. Not our. Bro, dude, we looked at it. We've looked I'm at it. I'm a like guy, bro. I don't remember well. that shit, dude. <laughs> Damn, did Hulisa say? Did Hulisa hear what we had to say about her bringing you food? You didn't even eat. No, it's, it's right here. I've been looking at it this whole time. What is, what is it? Can you show us what it is? Like, like, show us what it tour, is. A little tour, a little tour. Oh, my God. If I drop this, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hold on. I'm about to get so mad right now. Hold the fuck on. With a little rice. Arrozito. Arrozito. Me and Francisco. That is my TikTok. Like, What is it called when you... And then there's some. These are leftovers that I got from the party. I don't know what these are called. Is that Lumpia? Yeah, this is a Lumpia on this side. And then I got. What about Lumpia, dog? She saved this from me. I love love her so much. Cebollitas? Cebollitas, cebollitas. What is that that shit called when, like, you really like something? That's my. um... Love language? 
no, not my fucking love. What the fuck do you mean when you really like something? What the fuck? Like on my TikTok, like on TikTok, like that's the dude that I like to watch. Like he's my my guilty pleasure. He's my guilty guilty pleasure pleasure on TikTok. Okay, okay. Bro, that dude cracks me the fuck up, dog. Bro, that guy is so funny. I don't know if you've sent it in the group chat, but I know we chatted about him for a little bit. Corpse, you have to if you haven't seen this guy. He's a little older dude. And he, he's an he old just, Mexican dude, he and all he does is eat on TikTok. And he will like, love it. Oh, What's his name? Or send me a video. El Ricardin, dog. He liked one of my comments. Yeah, I'm bro. fucking famous now. Cisco almost passed out. He was like, I was like, oh. His life was complete. No, but he, he's so bro, okay. He's, let me. He's so cool. I'm about to holler. I'm about to holler at your ass real fast though. It's how the fuck you about to eat cold tortillas? Oh, I'm just not a baby back bitch. That's why. Yeah. All right. All right. If there's anybody listening to this show that's ever gonna fucking cook for me, that's all. That's how, that's how I'm gonna preface it. Okay. If you're ever gonna make Mexican food for me, know that cold tortillas. Is not the wave for me, okay? If you ever fucking bring me tortillas and they're fucking cold, you better put them bitches back on the fucking stove because I will not eat cold tortillas. But, but genuinely, I am so not picky. Um, it's not even about being picky, dog. It, it's, they're, it's dude, just, they're could no, but like it's to the level of like if there was a little bit of mold on the rice, I'd like dump the moldy part on and eat the rest. I'll do like the same thing, but I will I mean, not eat yeah. cold tortillas, bro. Like food is not going to waste in my house. Oh my god, in no. my house, bro. That's fucking crazy. Gang, gang. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I'm not eating cold tortillas. Is it bro? You could I don't like Brussels sprouts. You could bring me Brussels. I, I if you serve me a dish with olives and it's the first time that you ever cooked for me, oh. I might pick them out. I might pick them out. I, olives. I don't I like olives. olives, and I don't even like picking olives out because of the fact that I can still taste the shit and olives is the most disgusting. <laughs> I'll eat I'll put up with that. Olives. But if you bring me some cold tortillas, bro, I'm not eating cold tortillas. What if it's the first time? What if it's the first time I cook for you? I didn't know this. Go heat the tortillas back up. I'd be like, bro, I'm I'm not eating the shit. I'm not. No. And listen, I'm (laughs) a Mexican. No, I'm dead serious. And there's no salsa. And if there's cold tortillas, I'm dead serious. I'm not eating the shit, bro. Do not, do not do that to me. Wow. That's a disgrace. To my culture, do not, okay. bring, do not bring me cold tortillas. Do not, do right. not bring me something with no salsa. That's right. I'm Ooh. dead serious, bro. I'm dead. Like I, be- I know, bro- I know, I believe you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, bro. My stepmom, actually, bless her fucking soul. She always makes sure the tortillas are hot. Bless her fucking soul. Always, the tortillas are always hot. That's all I give a fuck. I was gonna say, tortillas I literally brought you a burrito, and I was like, "Bro, they didn't have any salsa." And you're like, "Dude, the like, this was today, dog." I literally, I'm like, right, "I'm gonna go get a burrito." I didn't bring any lunch or whatever, so we're just gonna eat a burrito. I was like, "I'm gonna get you one, whatever, whatever." I know he likes salsa, so I'm like, "All right, I'm already gonna go get two salsas." And so I go, and there's no salsa, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" And so. I asked uh, the guy cooking the food. I'm like, hey, there's no salsa. And um, he just tells me to like go ask for it and then we can do it. Uh, they'll get it for us. But I'm like, okay, but I need to go back upstairs. So I go back upstairs. I don't like Cisco. I got you. We, we got burritos. We're good. But they ain't no salsa. And he, <laughs> he's like doing something. He's like, <gasps> and I was like, I was like, yeah, bro. Like, I, 
yeah we, we can try to see if we can find some or if they have some downstairs left over but for right now we what did i say what did i say bro this motherfucker handed me a drink yeah he handed me a drink he was literally me a drink he was like at least you got a bev (laughs) (laughs) but he was like bro i'll go to the taco shop down the street if i need to i'm like all right bro it's not it's really not that serious if i did not have salsa to eat that burrito with i would not eat the burrito that's wild to me that's wild. Yeah. That's wild cool. to me, bro. I eat it. You're dog. eating, you're, bro. You're raw dog in a burrito with no salsa. I would do it. And by the time I ate it, the fucking tortilla was cold. So now you're giving me a cold fucking burrito <laughs> and no salsa. Nah, whoa, we can't whoa, have whoa. both, man. You could. You don't work like. You could have eaten it sooner. We were just busy. Don't give me a burrito with no salsa. If you're ever gonna, br- would you rather take cold tortilla or no salsa? Uh. Oh damn! <laughs> damn, that's crazy. Is it a burrito or a taco? Is it a burrito or a taco? It's a taco. Oh, oh my yeah, God. bitch! I knew because I knew you're gonna be like, oh yeah, burrito easy. Because you, yeah, tacos way harder. If you give me a ta- okay, what's in the taco though? What what is it, bro? What? What kind, of, what kind of meat is it? Um, like asada. Asada. We'll say asada. I'm thinking cold tortilla. Wow. What about chicken? Bring my about, bring me the fucking chicken? salsa. What about a chicken? No, it's gotta be hot. See, because it's a little dry there. It's a little dry yeah. there with the tea. gotta be hot. The tortilla gotta be hot. <laughs> okay. It's gotta be hot. The tortilla gotta no be salsa. Hot. You're okay with no salsa. I didn't say I was okay with it. No, 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 no. But I put up with it. 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 That's a bad mixture. Cold tortillas and no salsa. It sounds wow. terrible. It is bad. I'm throwing the shit. Away. I'm throwing the plate away. That's a little crazy. I, I might eat the chicken on the inside. Like I might just grab a spoon and eat the chicken. But there's no way I'm eating that as a taco. I have to go get a haircut. Alrighty, guys. <laughs> Me too. I'm so mad that I did, I couldn't get a haircut tonight. It's because I looked over. I got like look cute, bro. To be honest, I gotta You're look, cute. bro. Like this is too dark. All of this is. It's too much. Oh, you cute as fuck. Imagine if Zero got a low taper face. I'm not getting a low taper face, but I do have to go. This food has been looking at me for the last two hours. Much love to Or just take a bite. For, just Can you just take a bite for a it bite? real fast for me? Uh, bro, with the cebollita, the dog, the, too. The, oh, which one I do? Uh, the taco, one. for sure. No, but which one? Bro, if I was your old lady, I would be pit. You hear how cold that tortilla is? You hear how cold? You hear how oh, no, cold that just sounded is? fucking good, dog. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm going to hit up the Mexican joint down the street real mm-hmm. fast. <laughs> Yo, wait, wait, real quick, real quick. Punch, in the ox, you, you guys don't call them rolled tacos, huh? Rolled tacos? Rolled? Rolled? Yeah, rolled like, tacos. Rolled? I don't call them rolled tacos. No, we don't call them rolled tacos. Yeah, you guys call them what? Taquitos, huh? Tacos? No. Like five taquitos? Like the flautas. No, there's not flautas. They're fucking rolled tacos. They're different. What are flautas then? I just ever... Flautas are ever flour tortillas. But like they're rolled, aren't they? But they're they're flour. Rolled tacos are corn. What does that mean? What is the difference? I'm telling you, the only people in the whole roll country tacos. that call rolled tacos are right here in San Diego. That's all roll, I gotta say. Rolled tacos never are in reference of, of how you they're rolled. A bad friend. Shut up. That's not our <laughs> podcast. 
But listen, thank you everybody for joining the usual Tuesdays. Listen, I appreciate every single one of you. I know we got deep. I know we got very, very philosophical. And thank you for scratching the itch I needed. Uh, because I just did it, needed did it. it. I bet, yeah, did I think it? so. I, I liked it. I just want to make sure. I, this is more for you real... than it was for me. Was it good for you or was it good I for I loved me? it. I loved it. I love the philosophical. I know maybe it's not everybody's favorite, but I really loved it. So I appreciate everybody scratching that itch for me. We'll get back to more fun stuff next week, especially with that hot takes list. We'll work on the name. We got to have like a clever little name for it. Yeah, That's I got to really throw, really throw her name in somehow, some way. Just... That would be funny if you could. That'd be interesting. Matter of fact, Punch, I got some shit. I got some... Uh, maybe for the next green room, but go ahead. Zero, finish what you're trying to say. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Uh, whether you're here for a minute, an hour, or the whole thing, I appreciate your time very, very much. Or maybe you're watching on the playback. Thank you. Thank you to Saves Community and Corpses Community and both of these handsome gentlemen for co hosting this beautiful show with me. <laughs> My guys. Thank you. <laughs> that was your end? That was like oh, a weird way to just end I'm it. I'm sorry. I was just... <laughs> He's was like just still to... eating the taco oh, in right. his mouth. He's like... <laughs> I was literally just thinking like, damn, that was kind of a good bite. <laughs> uh, usual Tuesday. Love you guys. Yeah, Big Corpse, Corpse Collection. Um, I seen a quote. You guys always know I do my little sign off. I seen a quote where it says, uh, meet me as a person and not as an idea. And I thought that was really good. Mm, yeah. I like that. So I'm I'm going to try to do that was like more of a thing of me feeling like I'm trying to meet more people and, and meet, remember to meet them as a person first and, and not an idea that I have in my head. Yeah. Until Yo. next week. Good day, week, month, year in life. Yo, corpse coming in high as a kite, but still keeping us all grounded. What the <laughs> fucking quote? That's a I'm bar. Here. I'm here. Hey, baby, I'm here. That's a bar. <laughs> okay. That's I'm a here. bar. Got you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Usual Tuesday Podcast. Quick shout out to my boy, The Milkman. Make sure you guys go check him, his podcast out, The Unlucky Charms. I will be on an episode within the next uh, week or two. And then I know Damo's going to get an episode. And cool. I know we said, you know, I know we said don't give the boy too much love, but we may be, maybe we could work out an episode where the three of us, the usual Tuesday podcast Absolutely. is on the Unlucky Charms. That would be a That'd great be idea. <laughs> um, it would be fun. That would be fun. You know, five-man podcast, that'd be fucking kind of insane. Mayhem, so yeah. make sure make sure you guys go check out my boy, The Milkman, at his podcast, The Unlucky Charms. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to my community, to Corpse's community, to Zero's community. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you guys go check out CorpseCollection.com. There's going to be some new drops on there coming up soon. Wait, is that hat going to be a new drop? I need to know. No, this is the logo for Oxnard Lodge 341, baby. Okay, you can't get that hat because no. that hat is fire. Uber exclusive. Fire. Anyways, make sure you guys go check out CorpseCollection.com. Um, as always, you guys stay healthy, stay happy. Don't ever feed your spouse cold tortillas. I love y'all. <laughs> I'll see you guys on the next one. They were hot oh. when I got them. <laughs> All right, boys. All right, guys. All right, boys. You guys take care. I love y'all.